Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast, Season 3, Episode 11. Wow, that was big, Ed. You know, we've had that hanging out all this time, and it's three friggin' years into the show, and we've now we've got something. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. This episode, like all the rest of them, is brought to you by Pioneer. Pioneer Car Audio is, uh, well, they're just... You, you said it. That's all the stuff that you used. Yeah, I've used it all my life. Me too. I'm like that. Like I Linda, like their speakers. The house, most of the place. <clears throat> you like something, you stick with it. Thank you, Pioneer, for all you do. I'd like to thank our other sponsors, Ed. Look at, who do we have over here? Our Small friend? engine cams. Right. CRC. Go Power Sports. Cool guys from Texas. Oh, who else? Well, you can't forget studs. Studs. And yeah, then we, I was looking for that. Yeah, so uh, thanks all our sponsors for uh, the continued support. And uh, all of you, you'll notice, Ed, that the garage is filling up. And the garage is filling up because we've got tons of cool stuff that's coming in for the big Joe's Mini Bike Reunion show, which is October the 13th, right here in beautiful La Crescenta at CV Park. And I'm starting to get into the mode. And I don't know why I wait all year. <laughs> till what is this? Today is the 29th of August. Yep. So we've essentially got six weeks before the big show. So I've got the trophies going. I'm going to meet with the park. And I reached out to the cute little girl, Gabby, with the donut truck. Oh, I've yeah. got the donuts with the bacon bits. And <clears throat> so we're starting, I'm starting to feel it. I opened up, look, Ed. We, we got rid of all of your shirts. And incidentally, I want to apologize to both Gerald. In fact, I sent out five boxes. One of them included your final two shirts, which you autographed for right. Gerald. Each of these five boxes, I offered the, you know, it never fails. You try to, you try to do a nice thing. I said, look, buy the shirts for less than what I paid for them, and I'll send them to you as long as you don't live in Guam where all your girlfriends are. And I said, I'll send you the shirts uh, free of charge on shipping and handling. So I go to the place and I send out these five boxes to all of our friends and fans. They go to Gerald. They go to my buddy Chris. They're going to my buddy Joe. They're going out to Holland Ramsey. They're going out to all these fans of the podcast. And uh, <laughs> I started getting phone calls and emails from them all. It's like, hey, I'm getting charged for postage. It's like, what do you mean? You know, I, I, I paid for postage. I've got the receipt. I'm showing them. Well, apparently my guy, there must have been a new guy <laughs> over at the shipping place. And oh. I sent them media mail, oh. which is just for like magazines. and That's so, the slow mail. So they, they busted every one of them. So I... <laughs> I had to take a half hour today and uh, reimburse them. Uh, and I apologize for that, but it's actually kind of funny. And hopefully you enjoyed your shirts. Many of them were autographed by Evil Ed. We'll have all kinds of shirts and apparel at the upcoming Joe's Mini Bike Show. That's that's kind of the cool thing. When they come up to the uh, trailer at the show and they like they they buy the stuff, they like it. The people tell stories about collecting the hats from every year and who didn't have the second T-shirt. And I guess... Uh, I guess we'll we'll have to do another good job this year offering a nice variety of products. We'll give a ton of them away. Ed, you uh, you had quite the week last week, but I, I, I think I would be remiss if I didn't start the podcast by saying that I'd like to dedicate this show to Randy Steffi. Randy Steffi was a friend to many of the folks who were in the automotive aftermarket in the drag racing world. Uh, a little bit older than me, but he was uh, kind of my senior working when we were selling ads for... He was selling, he was like that car craft magazine guy. He he was in SoCal where all this stuff happened. He was at every drag race and he lived it and he loved it. And he uh, he was a great ad sales guy too. And all he cared about was 
working, uh, going to the river, because you love taking all the family out to the river. You know how that is. Yeah. That's addictive. And um, going to the drag races. And he continued that, and um, we lost a good one. So our condolences go out to Randy Steffi's wife, Peggy, and Matt, his son, and daughter, Amy, and to all the friends of Randy. Good luck to you, Randy. Uh, also, it's um, on a happy note, it's, um, well, you know, it's Big Daddy's birthday, Daryl Smith. Yeah, Big Daddy Racing. Yeah, so uh, uh, shout out to Big Daddy. Uh, back to you, Ed. So I got a note from you saying you had come across a, a new truck. Work from gave work. it to me, so, yeah. So what, tell us the story. What happened? Okay. How did you get a truck? Well, it wasn't from Dino. Okay. It's from my boss, Chuck. Okay. Chuck runs the place. What's Chuck's last name? Cuts. Got it. K-U-T-Z. That had to be a fun name, huh? Anyway, Chuck's got a lot of stuff. He's well off. Um, he inherited the truck a while back. I think it was his his uh, wife's brother or someone that died, and he, he inherited the truck. It looks like a one-owner. Yeah. It's yeah. Pretty, it's a pretty nice truck. So anyway, I go into work Monday morning, last Monday, and um, I only work four hours there. So I show up at noon, and he goes. You show up at noon? What do you think, you own the place? Noon to four. Oh, that's pretty good hours, man. <laughs> Yeah, and um, he uh, he tells me, hey, Ed, can you go check underneath the truck, make sure everything's cool, you know, check like, the tranny fluid oil. A little maintenance, yeah. Yeah. So I says, oh, yeah, no problem, Chuck. I thought he was going to go somewhere. So I go out there, I start it up, check the tranny fluid, the oil, all that. So you're familiar and, with this truck, Ed? You would worked on it and maintained it over the years? You, you, no. You knew, oh. Okay. That, that was the first time he had ever asked me to do that. Really? So I had seen him drive it to work a couple times because he's got a brand new truck. So he drives that. And um, this truck was a loaner, he said. He, he got it for free. He loaned it to people that needed help, you know, uh, in the family. So um, oh, cool. I go out there and check out all the stuff, come back in, tell him, yeah, everything's cool. He goes, okay, it's yours. Lays down the keys, lays down the pink slip. I'm like, Huh? What? Totally, totally caught you off guard. Yeah. And this is just another shitty Monday. You're starting your week. Yeah. No big. He goes, it's yours. I go, what? I didn't know what to say. You should have asked like, him if there was gas in it. <laughs> I go, <laughs> Chuck, what do you mean? Are you serious? Yeah, it's yours. Damn, Ed. I, I, you know, I couldn't even get it out to thank him. You know, I'm like, what did Duh. you do? What, what did Finally, you do? I said, Chuck, yeah. thank you. Thank you very much, Chuck. I appreciate it. How long have you known Chuck? Uh, about five years. He's a good dude without even knowing him. Because you are too, and he recognized that, you know, that truck needed a place. Yeah. You could have he used... didn't need it anymore. He's He's got a bunch of nice cars. That's he's got Ed. a Corvette with a, a built motor in it. Well, hold on. Like Let's see if we can set ourselves up for that. Yeah. <laughs> Help him out a little bit. He's got you? a Harley and... He drives a brand new Ford uh, pickup, and um, I was like, the whole day I was shocked. I, I how could you not be? So so, how about so now you drive it home that day? You left no, I left it there. <laughs> oh, you left I it? had to pull it in, and then another guy that works at the shop the next day come pick me up at home. Oh, and took me to work so I could drive it back home. So did you do like the insurance swap and all that yeah, stuff? Yeah, the next day. I bet you did. 
So I went and looked at it, and the picture it looked like uh, green. It's like, well, shit, no one wonder why I got a truck. <laughs> it's a fucking green truck. No, so, no, no. So it turns out to be silver. Silver. And it is clean as a whistle. And um, Runs good. 179,000 miles. I was telling you, you still got another 100 to go. Air Ask conditioner Calvin, is cold as heck. Calvin Creasy will tell you those trucks got 400,000 miles. And I mean, they, you know, they really, they do. Plus, you can buy so many friggin' parts for that now. So here's the big question. Let's go crazy. We'll go to Vegas. We'll hit the crap tables, go to the titty bars. You can sell that old truck. <laughs> yeah. For what? Two grand? 2,500? I paid two grand for it, but right, I just so put a lot of money in it. Well, no one cares about that, right? They just want the... Friday, before the Monday I got the truck, I put two brand new tires on that truck. Yeah, but that's good because it's that's good karma that keeps going because now you'll sell that truck confidently for three grand yeah, with I put the a new, new tires. Tranny. I put a new tranny in that truck for 1,600. How'd you get her in there? <laughs> Just <laughs> <laughs> <a> chewhorn. <laughs> so, how cool! I um, I, I still Ford. can't believe I'm. I got it for free. I got a Ford for free too. That Mustang that I won in '87. Yeah, <laughs> I heard about that. <laughs> I bet you did probably too many times. Well, we have something in common even further, Ed. Congratulations. Let's take a ride. Well, great. Now we can start going in your goddamn truck instead of mine all the time. <laughs> Christ. I must... No, I, 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 when I heard that, it made my day. And, um, you know, it's funny as you get older, the, the, the cool things that happen to people that you really know and like. Well, I always do this special stuff for them. Yeah. So when they need something picked up, I go pick it up in my own truck. So many times, Ed, though, those things are taken for granted. I do eight hours working four hours. (laughs) I bet you do. And, and, you know, that's, and plus they get evil Ed around. Yeah. My buddy Dino owns the place. We are always joking around when he shows up. And I couldn't have, but automatically assumed Dino had something to do with it because I know that you speak fondly of him and you've worked with him at the place too. I don't know the whole story, but. At some point, Dino probably may have suggested that you could probably. Yeah, because I think maybe Chuck was like, well, I don't know what to do with the truck. And Dino probably said, give it to Ed. Mm -hmm. So, well, then thank you, Dino. Maybe this couldn't be another reason why, Dino, you should show up on October the 13th. You know, we had Dino in th- part of the original gang for the TV show. Remember, he wanted no part of it. Oh, yeah, he didn't want no part of it. Yeah, he kind of looked like Howard Stern. If you guys go back and dig deep, for those of you who are just insanely bored look with like your life. Howard Stern. Yeah, go back and look at some of the photos on uh, either our Facebook. Yeah, probably everything lives on the Facebook page. All right. Hey, uh, later on in the show, a good friend of mine, uh, you know, I talked about Randy Steffi back in those Peterson days, you know, the Hot Rod Magazine, Robert E. Peterson, Cartcraft, right. Orwell and Offroad. Uh, man, we were the shit back then. I didn't you know, at the time. I'm glad I didn't think about it that way. But as I look back, it was it was great to be a part of that company and meeting a guy, Ira Gabriel, who's kind of sitting off to our left here. Is it our left eye or is it stage right? We got to get off the air. <laughs> Ira's gonna. It's my right. Yeah. Well, you're right all the time. Uh, if you were right, I was wrong. It's left, right? <laughs> right. Okay. So right. Ira's gonna Ira's gonna come up and he's gonna talk to us about SEMA ignited. And SEMA Ignited is kind of the the SEMA after party, after the show. You're still tired from walking the show. Oh, man, my knees are killing me. Still. <laughs> he kept two asking, years ago. Can you smoke here? It's like, Ed, it's Vegas. You can smoke anywhere. <laughs> it's like, you don't need a cigarette right now. You're going to die. You've got two more miles to walk. It's like, where's this South Hall? Because I'm... Uh, well, we'll get into this, Ira, but, you know, we filmed the podcast for Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. Again, if you want to dig deep to find that stellar show. Oh, my God. Man. But we, uh, we walked Ed's little ass off, and you'll be doing that and some by coming to SEMA Ignited, which is the Friday night 
at the Las Vegas Convention Center parking lot, we'll call it. And it's a, it's a chance for consumers to see some of, well, not some of, the very best uh, high-performance uh, vehicles of all ranges, whether it's your traditional Camaro Mustang from new to old, whether it's lowered or off-road style trucks, whether it's the most exotic European um, cars, and you'll see them all, especially in that South Hall where the wheel and tire guys are. They have some of the nicest one-off cars. You go to any of the tire companies, the Pirellis or the Continentals, and you'll see those dream cars, you know? Boy, if anybody ever gave you one of those, whoo Open. Yeah. So go and dream and be a part of it. And maybe Ira can bring some swag out um, and give out some tickets to see Ignited. Usually those things are like twenty bucks. You can get them through Eventbrite. And then um, if you're if you participate in the military in any capacity, or if you're thinking about it, even call Ira. Get you in for free because SEMA don't fool around. So come one, come all. If you're a consumer, now it's a little bit of a tease because people will automatically ask if they're this is also credentials for the show, and it's not because it's all trade. Unless you know somebody like you, Ed. No, really, it's tough because you have to keep the cal- the caliber of who's in there to do business separate from the guys who are coming out to see all the cool cars. Right. And there's some two-wheel action out there for those folks who like that. Some folks have asked us about whether there'll be mini bikes there. That Temecula Bob uh, Micro, that'll be there. And I, I think I got hired back. You can never tell. Because I go from year to year, you know. And But I got the call. And I'm going to come back helping out. And I'll have my little mini bike there in some way, shape, or form leading into the SEMA uh, Ignited from the SEMA crew. So come and check us out. I will be with us in a little bit. But first, I want to take a moment, Ed, and I want to um, talk to you about your ride at AV. I, had, I couldn't make it, as you know. So you finally got out there. Yeah. And I saw that you brought two bikes. How was it? What went on? Well, it was pretty cool. I, when I, uh, Justin Eichler... He stopped at my house, and then we went in my truck from my house to Antelope Valley. He came from Huntington Beach to my house. Great. So, so Justin gets to say he was at Evil Ed's house. Yeah. Wow. That's a big and thing. And so yeah. we drove out there, and then we get off the freeway, and it, the aqueduct comes yeah. up fast. You didn't. Oh. I passed you the passed place. The, how do you pass the friggin' water? We it's were a- looking for a big sign that said aqueduct. <sighs> it was a little sign about like this. Yeah. So we went about... There's nowhere to turn around. Wait, 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 like wait, 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 wait. It ain't the size of the sign. There's a fucking aqueduct. It's, it's. Quarter when of you're a- driving around and you're looking for, you know. All right. How far did you go past the aqueduct? About four miles. <laughs> and that's like nowheresville out well, there. Well, there's nowhere to turn around after we donned on it. This, uh, yeah, hit when the we bridge. passed the place to the right. There was only a car parked in that lot. And it drops down. So yeah. I'll give you so that. So I looked over there and I said, oh, that ain't the place. So we kept going. But then as we passed it, it said aqueduct. And I go, oh, that's probably the place. You we didn't couldn't see any- turn around for like four miles. It's like the Sacramento airport. If you missed the exit, you got to go through. I, I get that. But you didn't see anything like no no other people would. No, there was just one tr- one car in there. Well, what time did you get there for Christ's sake? It's like a nine know. o'clock. 830. Guys, show up late. You got a podcast. You got image to uphold. You can't we got there, there at eight thirty to get we the got donuts there too early. <laughs> Did anybody bring you the pink donuts? No, not a one. After no. all that, no. so now you get there and you're late. No, early. <laughs> you're still early. <laughs> we got there like at eight thirty. It starts at nine. All right. So that all right. So, so you got lost, but you're there now. Yeah. How'd it go? Then people started showing up. Autographs? No. 
I kind of stayed low. So and hid behind my bonanza. <laughs> Both of them. So then, you know, we all had to wait for a while until everyone kind of showed up that Jake knew that was going to show up. So the then Fredos we unloaded. in the Danes. Yeah, yeah, they showed up. Uh, Irving. Yeah, he showed up. So then uh, we unloaded. and Which bike did you take out first? You brought the I two. I took the MX out. Yeah, that was probably the bike, right? Yeah, it was all right. Did you shit your pants leaving your other bike there while you were out you riding? See, all these bikes that I have are tested in my yard. I don't take them down the street yeah. by my house because there's too many thieves that are in the area. Mm. And, you know, say they see you riding a mini bike, they pull in your driveway. You, well, then they know you got a mini bike. They're yeah. going to break in and take it. So I usually go to another area. Hold on. Linda, shut the garage. <laughs> I, I, I usually go to another area to road test. Well, I haven't had. You didn't shake that, that baby out. No, I never did. Until it was then. like when you brought out the um, the bonanza to Our the uh, Christmas 50. parade, right? Yeah, right. And we know what that was. Anyway, it ran good. Uh, it could have been geared a little different when you're going top speed. Yeah, yeah. And what uh, was it doing? I don't know. Maybe thirty-five. Yeah, 30, thirty-five. But those other guys are blown by, right? Yeah, they were blown by. Like literally, weren't you? And then my we met my friend Andre out there. He just had a. Um, a bonanza that he redid. I sold him the frame and forks. What's and Andre's last name? I don't know. Oh, gotcha. It's mostly a first name anyways. I thought it was somebody that, you, yeah. No. Right. What's you know Andre, Andre with the two little kids? Yeah, oh, yes. Yeah. 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 What's yeah, happening, him, Andre? Him. How could you forget, oh, what's his name? But I don't know his last name. Yeah, that's good. Like All that. I know is Andre from Water and Power. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we all headed up there, you know, where they line up, and we go. So we're riding, and... Uh, we get to the couple get to the part of, where you had to go through the fence. Yeah. Okay, so you're, so you're still going. Yeah, good. we're still going straight. That's a nice ride up to that point, isn't it? You're yeah. riding along the water, and so then all the guys that were faster, they're way ahead of us. They're coming back. Oh, like so we flagged them over. What's going on? Oh, there's some kids on some BMX bikes out there. We don't want to interrupt them. So then we went back. Was Jake telling you that? Someone told us that. Oh. They all they were all coming back. Well, you can go past them and go to because because you have to go past that area to get to the No, mecca. well we figured we wanted to stay with everyone that had turned around. There was not going to be sure? anyone oh, know, okay. forward. Why cuz those 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 off-roaders were wouldn't let you guys pass or you didn't want to Bicycles, I think they oh, said. Oh, like there was an event or something? I don't know. Right. I didn't get we didn't get that far. We just turned around when we saw them coming back. Then we went down, came back through the gate. No, did we go through the gate? Did the anyway, gate? We, there's a place where you go down and there's another road. Yeah. Okay, that's where we went. And then they were drag racing a little bit up and down through there. Did you go through the streets of San Francisco part? Or, or no, that, I didn't you did, go yeah. that. Okay, so you got like the first yeah. phase of that. Okay, but so it's still kind of cool, right? So then we got Thirsty and uh, Justin and Andre and I, we... Uh, headed back to the truck to get something to drink so <laughs> when we get back down to the myron to the truck say to myron hey myron um we'll call him back later on Go so ahead. um we get back to the truck and uh we're drinking and uh, we go to take off again and uh andre's bike won't start always happens so um I had to figure out what was wrong with it. First, we pulled the plug. 
to see if it was getting spark. It wasn't getting any spark. I didn't have, you know, just basic little tools. And, and um, usually spark's not the problem. You yeah, know? yeah. So uh, he found someone that had a brand new plug, put the plug in the co- in the in the spark plug wire, put and it on we the head. pulled it. Still wasn't getting any spark. Yeah. So I told him, well, <laughs> this is not going to be. A quick we got to pull the side cover off and see if the coil came loose. Anyway, we pulled the side cover off. Which kind of engine was it? Uh, it was a uh, a clone that uh, GT Hobbies built. Okay. And, so um, it could have it could have been a loose coil then, huh? It was a loose coil. Uh, Once we pulled it yeah. off, they go, "Oh, we have nothing to gap it with." I go, "No, you take a business card. Yeah, do anything. A business card. Fine. Stick a business card in there and hey, tighten bird. it up, hey. and, uh, and uh, guarantee it'll start." Yeah. So they did that. They got it. But in those there guys are carrying business cards. <laughs> that was a thing. I had a business card, but they're like, "Who's got a business card? Nobody. Who's got a business card?" You could have offered somebody ten grand for a freaking business card. You know who brings business cards on those rides? <laughs> and I feel you like- weren't there. So anyway, once they tightened up the coil, you know they and- could have used an evil Ed decal. Yeah. All right, anyway, so once they tightened up the coal. Once he- they tightened it up, put the side cover back on, fired right up. Sure. So then we go head out to find the guys. Now we can't find them. Yeah. So we spent time going all through the roads out there, you know, looking for them, looking for them. I said, man, I don't know where they're at. I'd Were you riding up near before. the houses? Were you going that way? No, we just had went to where we had been earlier. Oh, okay. Along the water or no? Yeah. Yeah, along that's, the water. That's, that's really cool that right one there. Street and... Uh, we took it to the dead ends and were you going flat could, out? Yeah, out along that water isn't that unreal? Yeah, but when we fixed it and first we're headed uh, back out again, they were coming back. Seems to be a recurring theme. So <laughs> they going. were coming back, and we just kept going because we didn't really see a lot of people coming back. Yeah, that's not, because not the size of the group that went out, right? Yeah, yeah. So. Um, I almost hit like four guys. Because they were coming at you? Or? Yeah, they were riding on the wrong side of the road. Then they know who you were? No. Nope. They didn't care either, right? Yeah, I, it gets a little bit like that because it's not just, and the only, it's not as if all the mini bike riders there are like with our group either. You know, they're Antelope Valley. Don't they it's, know that when you're just going, nah, stay on the right? These are guys, yeah. They, no, they were like, they're wearing flip flops and like, helmet and t shirt. I'm like looking at them and they're like, yeah. And I'm like, what are you going to do? Swerve and miss them. They didn't get you? No. Close calls? One close call. And are you riding still with Justin at the time? Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. You know, and how? what's he got? What's he bring out? He brought a Manco. Yeah. What do you have in it? Uh, we have a Predator. Okay. And uh, Just a predictable little bike and was it running pretty good? Yeah, it ran good. Was he having fun? Yeah. Because it was his first time out there too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Andre's first time. Yeah. Isn't that nice? It was nice. So for then all we you guys. we couldn't find them, so we decided, well, let's go back to the truck again. So we go out to the truck, and there's everyone in the parking lot. All right. Like, well, no wonder we couldn't find anyone. They're all back here in the parking lot. Now, what time was that? Because you started riding about nine, right? Yeah. So did you get back to like eleven when everybody was huddling back up at the at the parking lot? Was it before I, I noon? Don't know. Or? Maybe it was eleven thirty. Because there's usually so. like a break, and then they ride maybe one more time. And then it's either you're gone or you stay. Well, they but. were gonna all head over to the drags. Oh, on the other side, yeah. Yeah. See, I don't know where that was. Well, you would have to. So, yeah. finally, like before the last two or three people had left, we go, "Hey, where's the drag strip?" 
They go, oh, it's over here, a so-and-so. And, and I thought they said 180th. So we get on, and we said, okay, well, we're going to eat lunch. So we stopped, pulled over, ate lunch. Then we get back on the freeway. We get off on the street, and we're looking for 180th, right? And the sign says 10th Street, 20th Street. We're like, what? No way. I think you're supposed to get on the freeway. Street. Yeah, you had to get no, on that. this was already when you got off the freeway. Oh, and Christ. Headed, headed on the street to get off. Did you give up? No. We kept going, and it finally <laughs> said 70th Street. All right. And then all of a sudden, when we we're going to hit 80th Street. We dropped down. <laughs> we saw some mini bikers. We're like, oh. I don't know if I could take it another 100 streets. <laughs> well, after getting lost, maybe going there at first, right? You got to oh, turn around, man. and then you're getting lost with all the... Yeah. Uh, the guy, like, I don't know if he said 180th or if I didn't hear him right. Well, they ping you, too. You know, that's what they were doing. They were pinging us so that you knew the location. But your phone, I don't think it's like ping. My phone sucks. All right, we'll get you a phone. When's your next birthday? <laughs> Is it this year, or are you going to wait? February. Couple, February? Oh, Christ. We'll be so, um... So we headed out there, and then... Uh, now, you hadn't switched bikes yet? You're still... No. So once I saw how everyone was riding out there, mm. I said, no, nah, I ain't going to take the two-stroker out. Then fucking uh, the Andre goes, let me ride that two-stroke. I said, all right, let's pull it out. So I started it up. You must really like Andre. And he's on his bike already riding around. I'm like, all right, well, I jumped on it. <laughs> Yeah, because you really wanted to ride that, yeah. didn't you? <coughs> yeah. That was the the bike Ed's talking about is the Bonanza with that Power Products two stroke. No, 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 it was a West oh. Bend eight twenty. Oh, the West Bend. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Was that the same bike that we were talking about when you were riding the Christmas parade with your beard party? No, no, that's a different. Bike. Wow. See, oh, I haven't seen that bike. Yeah, I have two 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 strokes. Wow. And everybody um, dig them. Yeah, I don't think they knew how to react on on it being a two stroke because yeah. all those guys. Sure. are younger and yeah. into the predators and stuff Sounds like a chainsaw right yeah exactly so blue smoke coming out the back yeah it's a little bit of a commitment with those so it ran pretty good no breakdowns no i could no so it sounds overall thumbs up yeah so when i go with you next time we'll get you on the other side it's a lot of straight up and downs, a lot of streets of San Francisco's. Then you get to branch off, but you won't feel it's so- not real tie on top end because it's geared a little bit. You yeah. Know, so well, we'll I never had bikes. it out until that was the first time out. So now yeah. I know I can change the gear on it and make it a little faster. It's always takes a, a time or two to go out there. I there were break-ins for everybody, whether you're planning on it or not. Something's going to happen. The rear disc stuck on the uh, original long frame Temecula Bob. Jake adjusted it. It's fine. Um, something was going on with Frankenstein, um, which is like a flow, a, a gas flow. Um, fix that. It was fine. But, you know, it's going to... But Andre never did ride it. <laughs> uh, well, he, at least he asked for the order, right? So, so we're riding it, and then all of a sudden, guess what? Sheriff coming down the street. Autograph? Hey, you guys, you're going to have to leave. It was like a good girl. You guys are going to have to leave. So we all packed up. And she was nice about it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. How many were, how many were with you when she came up? Was there like a group of you that... There was probably, I don't know, 10 or 12 cars out yeah, there. Yeah, that's kind of formidable little task for her to roll up there. D and... was out there. He passed Oh, up. D came? Yeah. Great. He, he went to the drag races only. Yeah. And then when was he, he left running? there. He had an issue with the bearing or something No, he time? had it running. Oh, good for him. And, um, 
um, he said he was going to go back to the first spot and ride because I guess he missed it. Yeah. Because he got out there late. I'll have to find out more specifically where your version of the first spot is compared to, to mine, but I remember it being a good time. Look, let's get to a couple things in the show. Let's go to, uh, well, let's see if we can still get them. What can I say about him? Uh, most folks know of him as uh, Temecula Bob, right? Robert Oliveras, to those of us who, um, I don't know, have a little bit of a rapport with him. Uh, he's inducted into the 2000 and, what is this, 18, Ed? Yes. Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Hall of Fame, which that was a no-brainer, wasn't it? Along with uh, Rave Micharina from Little Indy and Mini Bikes. Yeah. So those are our two inductees. And, you know, Bob is uh, continuing to do it. Whenever he posts a picture, it's, it's usually the beginning of or the end of some of the coolest creations. And everybody feels that way. There's an example of it up there. That's the micro Roberto, I call it. Affectionately, right after Bob, that little two-piece frame bike is um, an immediate upper. You look at that thing and you just go, oh, "How damn cool!" And now Jake Moe had his hand at it and he made it even a little bit cooler. But you know, somewhere in Bob's mind, sitting on the couch, ten o'clock at night, he's thinking about putting together a cool little, real, real micro real frame, small. and then. He's going out there and he's doing it. And I know he is very humble about it. And he, he dismisses it. I remember when I called him up and mentioned to him that we uh, wanted to induct him into the Hall of Fame. He was very nonchalant about it. You know, it's like he didn't know why or what he had done. And it's like, well, look, Bob, at some point you have to realize, and we'll tell him when we get him on here, that despite the fact that he doesn't think he's done much, he's done a lot within the community because people love his bikes. You ever mm-hmm. see the reaction? When any, any yeah, I have one a, of his frames. Yeah. Stretched one. And uh, I just saw two or three others that were out there, and I'm fortunate enough to have one, two, and I got another micro coming. Oh, you do? Yeah. You're a hog. hog well, when I got the first one, and he asked me. You're a hoarder. Were you there when we unpacked that one, or was it the long frame that you and I unpacked? Long one. All right. Enough of this shit. You're Let's a, get Bob on the a phone. hoarder. Hey. Macula Bob hoarder. But you know, Ed, you would always be uh, first in line. Um, I'm downsizing. You know, you know how many people showed up for the big uh, open house? No. <laughs> no one. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, you should have went to the freaking. People want those. Right? People want me to sell them my my original chopper for like a hundred dollars. It's like this. Sh- I'll, I'll. I'll. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I know. You know I know the, the deal feeling, too, right? All right, look, so we're going to call Temecula Bob for those of you who have been uh, cool enough to listen in, and then we're going to get to uh, my guys. Uh, you know, we're tremendous success with with the All-American Mini Bike Roll Call. For those of you who listened in, the last podcast was our largest podcast to date. We I typically, couldn't believe it when I saw the news. <laughs> I know, as if someone had paid off my huh? Facebook. That, so uh, we've come across something that I think has struck a chord. It's the All-American uh, Mini Bike Roll Call, and we invite you to uh, speak up on your behalf and talk about the mini bike scene on your, well, the mini bike scene in your state. And we had uh, six or seven states. I wanted to work in about the same amount each show as we lead up to the uh, mini bike event, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion on the 13th. But I, because we were able to get Bob and we have Ira and a few other folks, we're just going to take a few more calls from a, from a few folks. And as it turns out, uh, there's so many bike states that just have a little bit more interest and uh, 
we will have some duplication. I'm going to talk to my buddy Nick from Arizona. Uh, we're going to talk to Brad from Michigan, and we're going to talk to um, from South Carolina, uh, Duran Bagwell, and he's representing Upstate Mini Bikes, and he's out of Spartanburg, South Carolina. So we're going to work in a few more folks at the break for the All American Mini Bike Roll Call, and at the end of the podcast, we're going to have uh, the return of Going Solo, which is Brian Franquez. For those of you who may be chatting on the uh, the Facebook scroll there, whatever the hell it is. If you have a technical question that you think Brian can help you with, he's a small block wizard. Obviously, he's got exhaust and tuning and everything that you uh, may have a question about technically, Brian can handle that for you. And at the end of the podcast, he's going to come on and give us an idea of what's happening with F&B. He's got a whole a bunch, bunch of those, those cool little decals to go over your pull starter. I saw We'll get a bunch of swag from him. him. All, All right, right, let's do this. I think you and I had got caught up in the whole uh, ride thing, but you know what? I could have probably talked to you about it the whole show because I had a great time there. Yeah. Did they fun. talk about when the next one's going to be? We have to uh, check no, with, I didn't hear anything. Are you going to go or are you, you going to? Yeah, I'm going to go. You sure? Yeah. yeah. All right. Wow. Look at that. God damn it, I'm getting old. I can barely see. <laughs> All right. I'm ringing Dingy. Hey, Bob, it's Joe and Ed from Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. How you feeling tonight? Pretty good. How are you doing? Joe? What's up, Bob? We're doing great, Bob. Evil Ed was excited to talk to you. I told him that I was going to have you on, and he said, "Really?" And I said, "Yep." <laughs> he probably didn't believe I'd answer the phone. Yeah, I was. I was like shocked when I heard your voice. <laughs> Bob, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Uh, this has been something that you and I have uh, talked about a few times. We often joke on the podcast about how everybody who doesn't live here thinks that, you know, Southern California, if you're in Southern California, you're just a block away from everybody. And uh, here, Ed, I'll turn this a little bit towards you and you can get right into your mic. There you go. Uh, and they don't realize that although you're you're in Southern California, we're hours away from each other. Um, how are things out in the uh, Temecula area, Bob? It's been a little bit cooler here in the last week, so it's been pretty nice. Yeah, you guys know when it's hot, and it, it was it was really. I was looking at the temperatures out there and just praying for you and Brian Franquez because they're they're the other and direction. Gerald, Gerald, Gerald. Yeah. So well, now it's cool, and you're cool, and it's cool to have you with us, Bob. Many of the folks that have uh, been friends of the the little mini bike scene that Ed and I have carved out over here, whenever we talk to them about either some of your bikes, we've got the little micro micro Roberto. In fact. What do you think about that little name that I coined for the small frame? you like that, Micro Roberto? Yeah, that's all right. All right. Well, don't get too excited. What about does it. Fred think about it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that, that's good. We, have, we actually have to get to the story of Fred. Re remember that. We're, we'll talk to Bob about that. So whenever, whenever we talk about you or whenever we show, like recently we've been promoting the micro bike that Jake fixed up, and boy, he did a, he did a nice job on that, didn't he, with the tank and all, Bob? Have you met Jake, Bob? Have you you and Jake met? Yeah, we met out at Pomona here a while ago. Yeah, 
nice guy, isn't he? Real good guy. Real good guy. So he... Uh, he he too. If you if you um, uh, may have recalled, he was on the podcast maybe two shows ago, and we were talking about some of the bikes and some of the builds. And he pointed out very clearly. He made a point to say that he had a big head start starting with one of your frames. <laughs> well, I get lucky once in a while. <laughs> so when your name comes up or we show your bikes, people uh, you see the response. Maybe you do, maybe you don't, but it's. It's it's literally hundreds and thousands of thumbs ups and likes and where can you get them and where can you buy them and then I I like some of the messages where people say they've tried to get a hold of them or how do you get a hold of how them? do you get a hold of Bob <laughs> so be, between you and Tim from Small Engine Cams you're probably the most sought after guys yet when I mention this to you you know you kind of um, you know you kind of take it in passing um, you really are a pretty popular guy out here despite the fact that you know you're a little reluctant to accept it and i just want to let you know that people are really digging what you're doing yeah uh, well thank you bob didn't uh, you start out in go-karts pardon didn't you start out in go-karts quarter midgets quarter midgets okay while back <laughs> a while back let's see you're older than us so okay you, you two guys are youngsters yeah i know Bob, I think yeah. that we're airing a photo of you behind an open wheel car. I don't know where I got a hold of that photo, but we've we may be showing that. Go back to that time. Uh, I, I'm assuming that maybe that was you and your dad in some of those photos back in the day. Uh, I can't see the photo, so I'm not sure which one you're talking about. But uh, my dad got me started in it all. He built me a little car when hell I was five years old drive it up and down the sidewalk, had a forward reverse in it, and I'd pull up in the driveway, pack it out, drive up and down the sidewalk. And uh, my dad was pretty talented. He taught me a hell of a lot. Is Like so many of the folks that have been a part of the podcast and part of the mini bike scene, so much of the really talented guys were fortunate enough. The Frankes brothers, I, I guess I would point as a good example, right, Ed? And your, your dad, for that matter, as well. Many of the guys that are so good at what they do, um, particularly when it comes with um, shaping metal and working on engines and sp uh, geometry and suspension and all the things that come with that, most of those uh, folks come from uh, the benefit of having a dad kind of kicking things off for them. So that was pretty cool for you. At five years old, you're driving up and down the block. Most kids are just mastering a tricycle by that yeah. point. I was racing quarter midgets at seven years old. So, I've been into it for a while. So, I actually had my first mini bike when I was uh, 10 years old, and we took the motor from a quarter midget, ran out and and all at that time, and everything all filled up, cam, everything. Did and you? Back then, it would run 60 miles an hour. Was it a. Um what type of mini bike was the first bike? That's what I was going to ask you uh, at first. What, what was that? It was a friend of ours, and he built 10 mini bikes. He was going to start a mini bike business, and he decided not to. And so it never really got off the ground, you know, as far as, you know, building a lot of them. So you got, some, you got one of the 10 prototypes? Yep. How were the welds? They were really good. Boy. They were different. They were nice mini bikes. He was just a little bit ahead of his time 
I think. Where do you think that bike is now? Pardon? Where do you think that mini bike is now? Oh, I have no idea. That was 60 some years ago. You know what's cool though? It's just as hard as it is to trace. Like I have no idea where the hell my mini. Once it once it goes right, but but you know what you know what's really cool, guys, is when folks who are into this and they've had that same bike, they've had the same bike. They like and and I don't know about you, but I would pay ridiculous amounts of money to get back my original bike. Funny stuff. They can do it. Keep keep it for that long. Well, yeah. You move between moving and and things happening. I think the people that keep all that original stuff aren't movers. They're usually in their same house. They're usually in that, you know, they're, they're, but anyways, hey, Bob, um, I, um, I see that you've got a lot of projects of late and Ed brought up Fred. Now is Fred, what year was Fred born? (laughs) Fred Fred was born in 1974. Oh, cool. (laughs) We don't have a picture of Fred to show the audience, but Fred is... Would you say that Fred could be somewhat of an alter ego for Temecula Bob, Ed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's, he's very polite. It's not like Fred's dissing on anybody or talking any smack. He's, he's kind of a I've polite... I've never seen him disrespect no, anyone. No, he's, he's pretty cool. He's kind of laid back. Um, <laughs> is that about as close as anybody's going to get to seeing the real Temecula Bob? Because there is a Bigfoot persona that you have among some of the folks in the, in the hobby. There's this persona that you may not even really exist, kind of like Bigfoot. They they hear of you, they see the bikes, but they they, they just. <laughs> what would you say to some of those folks that may really wonder? Because they call. I mean, really, we joke about this, but Bob, you just don't have enough time to handle all the phone calls and build all the kits at this point, do you? I got enough business to keep me busy. Like I said, I'm an old man. I'm slow. Ed can tell you, everything in my garage is old. He's been here. And uh, I'm slow and I'm old and I got enough business that uh, I don't really need any more, to be quite truthful. <laughs> so what what would we tell for those folks that still maintain just a little bit of, um, I don't know, hope that they could someday get their hands on a Temecula Bob kit? Is, is there a chance that maybe you'll still make some cameos at, I don't know, Pomona or maybe maybe bring a couple kits? I'm putting together four frames right now. And uh, two of them are spoken for. So you got two left. I got two left right now. Interesting. And if um, we have any of the listeners or viewers of the podcast now, tell us about those frames maybe a little bit about the size that they have for a little front suspension or not can you give us a couple of decals and then maybe um if you don't mind give them a, a an idea what the price would be they're all going to have the front suspension great two just uh regular cruiser type bikes and two drag bikes so i have a cruiser if you recall which was at my first bike and then obviously now i have the micro the drag bikes just a little bit longer right Actually, the one I'm doing right now, one of them's going to be 52-inch wheelbase. Okay. Um, so it's be a little bit on the longer side. What states are those two bikes going to, if you don't mind asking? Are they local? Are you sending them out of state? Do you send a lot of bikes out of state? I've got two of them going local right now. 
Okay, so two local guys. Well, who knows, guys? Uh, Bob, what would the two-piece frame um, ballpark uh, be if somebody's interested in maybe uh, contacting you about getting their hands on one or two of those? Pardon? What would the price be for those uh, two remaining frames? It just varies, really, with, you know, what all's on one. So it's hard to say. Like a frame and forks uh, usually start about, for a drag bike, start about 350 Wow, that's actually a great deal. Good deal. Yeah. It's a really good deal. And obviously, you can maybe dress them up a little bit. So, guys, for those of you who have asked, or for those of you who wondered, or those of you who wanted to get your hands on uh, maybe one or two of uh, Bob's uh, custom frames, or as I would say, pieces of artwork, uh, jump in. Just send us a note on the podcast. We'll try to play Cupid and connect you. Bob, I was, um, you know, I adds so much of a part of what we do here and we uh early on were letting some of the hall of fame selections go outside of our little area and we decided to kind of jump back in there because we felt that we really did have our finger on the pulse of those folks that were making an impact and when we were selecting this year's uh hall of fame we had had one gentleman who you're probably familiar with maybe directly or indirectly uh, Ray uh, Micherina from Little Indian Mini Bikes out of Detroit. Uh, he's up. He may even be a little bit older than you. And him and his brothers had a nice run, as you recall, back in the day, the 60s and the 70s, and were probably one of the premier manufacturers of mini bikes, not only in the Michigan area, obviously, but nationally. And uh, he's still going strong. And we've inducted him into the Hall of Fame class of 2018. And as quickly as we realized that we wanted to have him, uh, you came up. So uh, I had had the chance to congratulate you personally, but I want to do it while we're on the air again. Congratulations on being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, it, well, thank you. But uh, I really, like I told you when you called me about it, there's a lot of other people I think that are more deserving than I am. Nah, no way. <laughs> hey, Bob, uh, w when you say that, um, you know, a couple things ring true. First of all, as I said earlier, you're a really modest guy. But when you talk about some of those other folks that maybe you think of that may have influenced you or you feel could be, um, because believe me, now that you're in the, the class of the Hall of Fame and you're part of that class, we look towards our members of the Hall of Fame to help us and guide us select futures Hall of Famers. When I think of somebody that you've always shown an affection for and admiration for, it comes to me automatically that it's Gerald uh, from LS Customs. Uh, talk a little bit about your relationship with him and some of the work that you guys have collaborated on because I see a lot of those posts online and it's really impressive. You guys are doing some great work together. Gerald is absolutely amazing. The, how much talent he has, the attention to detail, he built some awesome, awesome bikes. He makes my frames really look fantastic. Harold was on my racing team back in the day. Yep, yep. JD. JD. Uh, he, D, got, uh, he got my drive bike going, Daryl. I mean, you know, a lot of them. But, uh, like, uh, Gerald's trike. You have to see that thing in person the pictures don't do it justice i mean it's uh, so much attention to detail and it's a beautiful bike in fact he's got a couple of mine now the drag bikes that he's got posted 
with wheelie bars and stuff on them. And if somebody, you know, was interested, they could contact him and one a roller. You know, he's got one sitting there right now. I saw that prior to the podcast. And two things about Gerald, if I could. He actually, uh, Frankenstein, which is the world's most popular mini bike, only because I believe that, was originated with the project that I picked up from Gerald. He brought, he brought me a frame that's totally been reshaped, but that Springer front end, the handlebars, the rear uh, go-kart tire, um, I, I, I got going on the custom mini bike scene through him. He came all the way from the Inland Empire and delivered it to me. I felt guilty. I think it was 100 to 200 dollars. He continues to make and have some of the coolest bikes that he all but gives away, like that trike that he that you were talking about, Bob. Many of you folks may have seen the picture online. Uh, it's it's noticeable uh, noted by that all American flag that he has that pennant. Uh, that that bike is so that bike is not only one of the coolest one offs, but you have to understand just what went behind that. So many of those parts were made from. Daryl, the, the tank and everything else, and, and that bike, he has sixteen hundred dollars. Are you fucking kidding me? Right. We're so, 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 uh, Bob, I wanted it, but I, I can't sneeze without hitting a mini bike over here. My wife would probably kill me. Uh, but when I and I was further impressed with the bike that he's building now. Um, that's I think that's the was it a GX three ninety project that's got nitrous and all this other stuff on it. He, he used a couple of different motors for him. Uh, he's got one that's uh, a turbo. <laughs> yeah. Turbo on a mini bike. He's got the 390 ME. It's amazing. Uh, when I go there, every time I go there, I can't believe what I see and the work he does. I mean, he, and he builds so many different things and parts and stuff. And like I say, he pays so much attention to details. Unbelievable. The little one that uh, he's got, that bike is awesome also. I mean, the, all the cables run in the frame and everything. I mean, he, he just, uh, he does amazing, amazing work. I, I don't know what to, how to describe it. And like I said, you have to see his bikes in person to really appreciate them. Yeah, well, I get uh, pretty excited just seeing the pictures online. It's... Um... Uh, Gerald is with LS Customs. You can check him out at Facebook. If you need to get a hold of him and you're having a problem, just send us a, a message and we'll connect the two. Uh, for those of you guys who've been bitching and moaning about not being able to get their hands on cool custom bikes, we just turned John to possibly four opportunities, right? Temecula Bob may have a couple of them. We can help make that connection. Um, Gerald? Oh, you got to buy that trike. Uh, I hear have heard some guys now looking to have Jake Moe uh, build custom bikes for him. This guy, Colin Smith, uh, who's a friend of Ian, he's buying a lot of custom bikes. Anybody who's got a few extra bucks, if, if <laughs> I would buy both of them, you know? These are the bikes to buy. These are one-off bikes, guys. And you're not going to have to worry about stuff breaking down. Um, and the only thing you have to worry about is being the coolest guy when you show up with those bikes because oh, yeah. you'll, you'll have something. Uh, Bob, hey, we're going to let you go. Uh, I want to uh, congratulate you again. Um, is there anybody else outside of Gerald that maybe you'd like to say hi to or anybody else before we let you go that 
um, you had looked up to or may have got you motivated outside of your dad to get involved in this crazy mini bike scene? Definitely had one of my first drag bikes or my first drag bike. And as Ed can tell you, that thing was fast. How fast was it, Ed? It was fast. Was he got a 70 mile an hour bike? Was he? No, it was faster than Wow, good. It took balls to ride something over 70, you know? Um, Home Alone used to ride it once in a while. Yeah. Well, Home Alone, Home Alone's a big Temecula Bob fan, too. Yeah, that made it faster when he was on it. Uh, Charles was on the podcast, too. And, uh, you know, all these guys started building their bikes, ripping off your frames. Yeah, I built one for Charles. <laughs> and uh, quite a few different guys. Well, look, Bob, have a great rest of your evening. You've left a lineage of many bikes that hopefully will go on for uh, hundreds of years. And I'm happy and proud to have two. You know, I would be remiss to not ask the status of my little micro bike, my second one. I know I'm kind of becoming a hog. One of the first things, I remember when I called Bob to say, hey, me and Ed just unloaded, we unloaded the... With everyone that I am definitely old and slow because you've been waiting for that second micro for a while now. Well, so move me up, move me up on the line. In the meantime, I got to tell you, I'd wait five years if I had to, too, Bob, just to let you know, uh, because I appreciate what you do with those bikes. Uh, check him out. He's Temecula Bob. He does exist. You just heard him. Um, he does have bikes. He just made a couple of them available. Now, Ed, I know that you, uh, you're you a big Temecula Bob fan. Why don't you say goodbye to him? And then, uh, Bob, we're going to uh, ask you, if you're if you're bored out of your mind, stick around. We do this thing called the All-American Mini Bike Roll Call, where mini bike enthusiasts from different states call in and give us an update about what's happening there. It's been it's been kind of fun. And if you're easily amused like us, maybe you want to stick around and listen. Okay. Bob. Yeah, you, yeah. You're coming down to the reunion, right, to pick up your uh, trophy? Only if you're there, Ed. I'll be there, and you got to get a hat that says Hall of Fame on it. And then when well, I go to Pomona... I, I need a hat with uh, your picture on it also. Oh, yeah, okay. All right, I got one of those at home. Do you remember the first time we met? Yep. I came and bought a Bonanza off you. Christmas Eve. Yep. <laughs> okay, I'll let you guys go. All right, but I want to see you and Mac... And me, wearing that same hat of Pomona. We all are in the Hall of Fame. I, I, Mac will probably be at Pomona. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, after we're, after Oh, the, yeah, 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 okay. I'll shoot out there one day, we'll all have our Hall of Fame hats on. Okay, nice talking to you guys. All right, good night, Bob. Okay, good night, thank you. All right, there you have it, folks. Temecula Bob, see, we are able to get him on. Yeah. It's like... You know, when you have a shitty talk show, you can only get, like, crappy guests. When you start to get on a roll, you get to get guys like Temecula Bob. All right, look, we're going to take a quick time out because we've gone really long, it seems yeah. like, in the first part here. Probably have a little bit of an edu- edited uh, second half. We're going to be bringing on Ira Gabriel, uh, Vice President of Marketing over at SEMA. We're going to be giving away some um, rare tickets to the SEMA Ignited event, the official SEMA show after party. It connects the public with the industry leaders. they got big shot celebrities out there, Ed. You've seen them out there. All the football players and the baseball players and the Chip Fooses and all the guys, the David Kindigs, they're all out there for SEMA. Uh, Jay Leno. Uh, it's the Friday night festival that takes takes place immediately after the SEMA show when it closes. 
thousands of cars and trucks. They says hundreds, but I just, I count them. There's thousands of them. Um, it's at the Las Vegas Convention Center. Uh, check it out. Uh, you do have an opportunity to find out more information to go to cmaignited.com. It is open to the public, unlike the show. You can get event updates, promotions, and more. You can text SEMA Ignited to 25827 to join. Again, text SEMA Ignited to 25827 to join our messaging list today. The SEMA show attendees get in free with their show badge. This is a special note. And tickets to SEMA Ignited does not, I repeat, give you entrance into the SEMA show. Unless maybe you know Ira. We bring him on, Ira Gabriel. It's Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to reach back to those folks who have been uh, patiently waiting for us. We'll probably find some folks. They're going to be asleep. They're going to be asleep. But hopefully uh, Brad DeMoise uh, in Michigan is still hanging out with Eric Swingle, not uh, Shingles, okay? Eric Swingle is from Next Level Mini Bikes, and he's hanging out with Brad. We're going to give him a call when we jump back in, and we'll see if our friend uh, Duran is still up over in Spartanburg, South Carolina. And then we'll circle back and see our buddy Nick. And then at the end of the podcast, for those of you who want to send in tech questions, but I'm going to leave you with one big um, special reason to stick tight during the break. We launched the uh, first episode of the Joe's Mini Bike Show on the Facebook page, our uh, our Facebook page. And uh, a few of you had, had a chance to see it. We got a few good comments. They love you on the show. Thank God you're on the show. Oh my God, thank God. Tell your agent I'm going to pay you more money next year. Did I pay you any money this year? I don't think so. All right. Um, so we've got we've got the premiere. Quarter to buy a soda. Was it a quarter? I thought it was a half a dollar piece. All right. Well, you get free trucks now. Me giving you a free dollar is not going to make any difference. Uh, we're going to premiere right now at the break, before any commercials, the first official launch of Joe's Mini Bike Show right here on the podcast during the break. Brought to you by Pioneer Car Audio, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. We'll see you guys in about 10 minutes. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Joe Sebergandio. I've been crazy about mini bikes since I was a really young kid. You know, 50 years comes and goes pretty quick, yet my love and passion for mini bikes hasn't changed a bit. So cruise along with us in some of the coolest rides with some of the most colorful characters in this mini bike sport of ours and check out some of the rarest collections and visit some of the top builders and some of the wildest bikes right here on Joe's Mini Bike Show. Is your car stereo a little outdated? Don't sell your car, upgrade it. Get hands-free calling with Android Auto on the new Pioneer Next. New from the makers of legendary Brake Clean, the Shop Size Brake Clean Pro Series. The larger pro size can has 50% more of the Brake Clean you've trusted for over 47 years. Also available in three non-chlorinated formulas. everybody <laughs> i think you gotta head yourself on that head all right put it back pretend they didn't see it welcome to joe's mini bike reunion podcast it's season three episode 11 part two due to the fact that we've had uh problems on the message board we- people are answering questions 
instead of Brian. Do we have a little bit of um, some shenanigans going on on the... Uh, I think so. There's some shenanigans going on messages. Well, the way it was supposed to work is that people would submit technical questions. To Brian. To going solo. Mm-hmm. What's wrong? I think someone wrong there answering the question. <laughs> someone... Other than Brian. All right. Well, look. That really doesn't I matter. I not mention any names. All right. Somebody's jumping the gun a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. Well. It's all in fun. Here's the thing. I'm just happy that someone's listening, honestly. Right? Yeah, I, yeah I'm surprised anyone listens anyway. And you know what you can really tell? They're starting to nibble a little bit. Oh, you know what I wanted to do? I needed to make an adjustment for my boys over at Arizona Mini Bike Riders with the Z. They, um, they reminded me that I was using the cool beer holder incorrectly. See? And, oh, incidentally... Um, Drew, o- right. OMB, yeah, calling my uh, my my beverage Panther piss. Oh, um, I think uh, we may want to have a little talk with your pal Drew. He turned me on to twisted tea. Yeah, I didn't know what it was back then. It's it's. You know, I thought it was iced tea. You don't drink twisted tea. No, I, th- you I talk- did. I went to Wimber, <laughs> and he had like a. Ice cooler full of it. See, now that'll tell you something about but it. But I was drinking it. I didn't know it had alcohol in it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's sissy alcohol, and though. Guardrail Dave smelled it right away. He goes, that's got alcohol in it. After I drank like f- six or seven of them. You he know? didn't know like, you don't drink. I'm like, really? And he gives you the girl's drink. Uh, really? What's his girlfriend's name? Uh, <laughs> that was probably for her. No, it was drink. for all of us. All right. Well, tell him, you know, he's calling this stuff panther piss, and he's drinking like a chick's drink. Come on, Drew, get with it. Um, uh, hey, we're back with the second half of the podcast, and despite the uh, what appears to be some uh, takeover of takeover. going solo, um, you know, I, I go back in there. Oh, incidentally, we premiered the um, the first episode of the show. Oh, we did. That dragonfly's back in. Are you uh, serious? Ah, what are you gonna do? We got this stuff here. Don't spray. We used me half again. a can on these insects. <laughs> Don't spray the me. Fucking again. insect people are calling us now. My dog didn't even want to come near me. Well, because I gave you a couple good coats. It was either that or get taken out by a dragonfly. Tell the dog to relax. Dragonflies hey. don't do nothing. So um, if you have technical questions, my man Arlo Davis, Arlo's a former winner. He won something because I remember these names. I'm glad you do. Uh, and I remember your picture on Facebook. And I got to say it's kind of creepy because Arlo Davis's picture, it's a black dude with like no shirt on. And I have that fucking picture like in my mind. So it's crazy how people will use. Maybe I should use take off my shirt and use that no, for my don't, Facebook. Mm, say, yeah? say, no, don't well, I've that. seen this guy's shirt off <laughs> before a couple of times. He's Ira Gabriel, Vice President of Marketing from SEMA. Hi, Ed. <laughs> Did you get the spelling right on the SEMA thing yet? It's S. It is? S, yeah, right. Ira. I thought it was C. A lot of people C-M- do. C-E-M-A, isn't it? What's SEMA? For those of you who don't know, and believe me, it's the biggest name in the automotive industry. And, Ed, you had a little sample of SEMA. In fact, you're still sore from walking oh, there. I'm still sore from walking around that place. Yeah, but you were a catcher in uh, <laughs> Little League, right? <laughs> yep. See? Ten years. Throwing him out at second. Yep. Ira, what's it think to be kind of hanging out next to Evil Ed, too? There's kind of like a mutual admiration club. I was excited coming over here. Um, you know, as you know, Joe, my picture, I was clean shaven. The minute I met Ed, just a moment before in your green room, uh, he gave me a little background secret on how to grow a beard, and I've been working on it. 
you grew that beard in a half hour. That's pretty good. You've always been kind of manly with the ability to grow the hair. But, you know, I have something to say about that. Typically, the folks who can grow it here are kind of losing an ear. Just saying. Yeah. All right. Hey, watch it. <laughs> God, I'll you. Hey, uh, Ira, thanks for joining us. All, all shenanigans I aside. I lost mine in high school. Your virginity? No. Your hair? Yeah. Let's see it. I'm no! <laughs> hey, that could be something. The, hat. The, the, the unveiling of the Ed hat. No, 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 no. Hey. We, don't, we don't play that. I'll load you up with big uh, free coupons from McDonald's. We'll get you to we'll get you to fold. We're um, we're back here. It's the second half. I hope you enjoyed the first half. Uh, Temecula Bob interview. Uh, it's tough to get a guy like that, like to stay up this late. Stay up. Get him on the phone. Get him to return an email. Get him. A, uh, I met him actually at Max, and that was pretty nice of you. Um, kind of felt a little something there when you said you wanted to get together with you, him, and Mac, and wear the hats. It was nice. <laughs> Because, you know, the Hall of Fame really was just something that we stole from SEMA anyways. Yeah, we all need to do that. We all need to get out there at Pomona when uh, Matt goes out there and sells. Yeah, with your your hats. And you get a picture of all of you with the Hall of Fame hats. And we'll make that the little insert photo on the Facebook page, at least for a week. Anyways, mm. Ed, we've got Ira with us. Ira, uh, we want to talk uh, to you about SEMA Ignited, and then we're going to get to our... In fact, we'd like you to stick around for the whole second half, would you? Sure. Took my keys away, <laughs> <laughs> Ira. So you, um, you've been in this automotive industry like I have. I was talking earlier for quite a long time. You and I started working together. What was it, the eighties? Since we tied uh, Kenny's London Fog to a bar stool, I think. Oh yeah, that early was, late eighties. I, I remember us. Uh, I was already in automotive. You had come over from uh, the recent acquisition of Sport Magazine. Was mm -hmm. that correct? Mm -hmm. And we immediately uh, had that moment. Eyes met. We run into each other. Our hair was flying in the wind. The sweat. God. And then I realized it wasn't you. Um, <laughs> and um, you've been one of my best friends ever since. And now you got some big shot job over there at SEMA. And we're getting in our golden years now. And we've gone through all the... You've been, just for a second, publisher of Hot Rod, Motor Trend, ran... So many of the automotive groups worked with many of the icons like Ralph Panico and John Diana and worked with many of our peers, including the guy that you work with now, um, our good friend and leader at SEMA, Peter McGillivray. Peter, hopefully you're still listening in. He comes in and just does like a cameo and then because he's busy. Is he in China now? He's back. He's back? He's back. I was looking at all those photos he was sending and I really didn't know if he was in L.A., or if he was in China, or if he was in that garden with Diane, because the, those black and white photos, they're your mind can play games on you. I wasn't sure where he was, and then when I started to see the Chinese type in the description, I you know I'm no dummy. Except it was Japanese, but you were close. Yeah, that too, Japanese. All right, so but he's a photographer. But you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of really great things to describe Peter. He's a very very good an underrated photographer. Oh, so yes. There's there's a lot of things about when people take pictures, people just pick up their phone, they take a picture, but what you come to realize is that there's a lot of preparation and it's deliberate with intent to find that moment, to find that moment that won't happen again, to find that that convergence of lines and the way people are positioned in buildings. And yeah, you're, uh, you are exactly right. And you, my friend, are also... Um, very uh, good at that. Ira was the former, at the time they called him picture editors for Sport Magazine. Isn't that correct? Mm-hmm. You, you would always correct me, though. 
photo? Yes. Yeah. Uh, hey, have you ever heard from Rick Weinberg? New York Times! Uh, yeah, back at that time, you were running up and down the sidelines at the Coliseum. You were shooting Jack Clark for the cover. You were working with the top editors, the Wills, Will Hartz, and the Davis Millers, and the J. David Millers, all the... Imagine those guys now in this current day and age with the Stephen A. Smiths and the Max Kellermans. Could you imagine at the time a talk show format with those guys? You were there working with some of those legends in that industry. And that was just back when you were on the stick and ball side. Then you transitioned to automotive and got to hang out with all those rock stars. You, you done good, kid. Joe Gabriel would be pretty proud of you. <laughs> I. And by the way, he thanks uh, thanks you for all the... the uh... JMBR gear that uh, that he was able to walk away with the last time. He Is that was the here. box that you were taking out to the car? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Christ. You know, you know, it's it's fortunate because I, I feel very lucky, and uh, you know, it's having it's having friends like you and Peter and, and many of the other great folks in the industry, who, you know, it's you realize that people know what they do and they do it right, and it's just great experiences. I mean, we met back at Sport when we were going to football games and baseball games, boxing it, matches, boxing, the Atlanta Gosh. super show, when that was going on and that yeah. was big. And, um, you launched the uh, seconds out in iron fist, didn't it? One size fits most <laughs> A little inside <laughs> jokes here. What I was referring to is just back in the day when we we're all together. Now I was on the editorial side, producing the content, which if we didn't have the content, in fact, Peter was on the content side as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, there'd be nothing for the sales guys, us to sell. So they did great work, and we uh, we often screwed up. But every once in a while, what do they say? A blind squirrel finds a nut. We'd sell an ad every once in a while ourselves. And working on that different side of the fence, because there was definitely a separation between editorial and advertising. There was never... Well, it was a floor. but <laughs> Well, there were every other floor. Um, it, there, there was never a barrier for us. Right. There was never nor any expectations as friends that we would take advantage of it. In fact, we, we didn't even have that request for editorial in Sport Magazine. There was no such thing, unlike there is with Automotive, where people try to sell ads and see if they can parlay that into some editorial. We've been through all that, but you, despite the editorial advertising, we, we always, we're always hanging out. We're always, we're always together, and I've always enjoyed that. And um, we continue to be able to do that now because I still have a chance playing a small role at SEMA and you've got a pretty big task on your plate, which is juggling up SEMA Ignited. Um, for those of you who have been listening to the podcast, you know, this is like the second or third year that you've supplied some really cool tickets and a few of the folks have actually come and attended. Um, we will be giving away a couple tickets, who knows, maybe a handful of them to anybody that would really like to come out to SEMA Ignited. It's in Las Vegas. Uh, Ira, give us the basic specs, time, date, location, and then maybe uh, an idea to point some of the folks where they can go for more information about SEMA Ignited. And then we'll talk a little bit about the guts because I love the Battle of the Builders. To me, that's become so iconic and that's become something that builds all year. We'll talk a little bit about that. But for the basic who, what, when, where, and why, what can you tell everybody that's listening? SEMA Ignited is the official after party of the SEMA show. It's, it's Friday night. It will occur as soon as the SEMA show closes. And, and Joe, you said it earlier on the first segment, the SEMA show is a trade-only show. It's members of the trade. It's where businesses come together to meet and conduct their business. The SEMA show is trade-only and not open to the public. So we've created SEMA Ignited, which occurs at the conclusion of the SEMA show, where all the great vehicles and the product and the people will roll out 
and really be available and be there. And consumers can come and see firsthand up close all the great vehicles. The vehicles leave the convention center after a week in the in the SEMA show. They parade through on the SEMA cruise. They head over to SEMA Ignited where they'll parade through. And it gives us the opportunity to really celebrate with the consumers out there. Um, the exhibitors, the manufacturers who are there, who create the great product that we all look, buy, admire, they innovate, they display, and they conduct their business. And we really try to keep that environment for them. They, they like to come out and they like to showcase their product. So Seam Ignited was created. It's, it's $20 for consumers to get in. If you're a member of the industry and you're already attending the SEMA show and you have an approved credential, you can get into Seam Ignited with your badge. Seam Ignited will go till 10 o'clock. It's going to be our fifth year. We have Formula D. There are cackle cars. There's music. There's food. There's exhibitors. You get to see all the great vehicles that come through. And we crown the Battle of the Builder winner. So we created years ago this is our fifth year, an opportunity to showcase and then to judge the best vehicles of the SEMA show. It, it, as you know, from many years going, people spend all year, they'll, they'll spend multiple years building a vehicle to display product at the SEMA show. SEMA has identified the opportunity for these builders to really put their builds on display where members, uh, journalists, who are also members of the industry, will judge the top 40, and then once it gets down to the top 12, the judges become the builders. The builders, the top 12 builders themselves judge the best vehicle. And, and we see that at Seam Ignited. We'll see that crowned at Seam Ignited on Friday. And some of the vehicles that we're talking about that vie for this prestigious Battle of the Builders Award, and many of you have probably seen the, to me, it's that great time of the year where it's the holidays and you go from uh, Christmas to New Year's and then the SEMA show starts to appear on TV around January and usually it's on Discovery and you get a chance to see and take a peek at what went on. The Battle of the Builders was a feature and continues to be and people love it. The ratings for the SEMA show when it's on Discovery go through the roof. And, you know, we all check it out just to see if we're going to have that one little speck of fame in there. Um, I watched it time and time again. I talked to my buddy, Mike Robledo. We always try to get together to watch it. Mike's a pretty active part of what you guys are doing he over is. there as well. I look forward to spending some time there with him. But Seema Ignited um, showcases through Battle of the Builders cars that are created by Chip Foose, Troy Trepania, Troy Ladd, Alan Johnson. You can go on and on. And... These are just the guys that we know of from being in the industry. Now, through Battle of the Builders, you've done a great job networking Battle of the Builders at many of the consumer car shows this year, I noticed. Uh, good guys out at Pomona, you've done a good job uh, partnering and um, making the calls to promote Battle of the Builders. Congrats. There was a strategy behind that to go out there and reach the consumers to make them aware of Battle of the Builders because they needed to find out more about it. When you think about it, uh, how did that go? It looked like it was pretty successful. Well, like when when all of us were early in our careers in the industry and somebody gave us that first break, right? We all remember that first break that somebody afforded us that opportunity. And it was really the opportunity to shine and show what you could do. We've SEMA's created this, uh, this program called the Young Guns. 
And it's a part of the Battle of the Builders where we're trying to find young builders. So we went out this past summer to about 18 events around the country and worked with the regional promoters to host competitions to really find that next young builder because so many of them follow along the Chip Fooses of the world and all the great builders out there. But they're really looking for that one break, that one opportunity where they can show somebody what they've done. So we created that opportunity and we've awarded and will award uh, all expense paid trips to the SEMA show for some of these select builders, young builders. Could you imagine getting that call? Yeah, that would be great. You know, and could you imagine just going to your local good guys? Where are some of the events that you guys actually went out and solicited the young guns, Ira? We were up in Pleasanton this past weekend at right. the Good Guys West Coast Nationals. And we've been all the way to the East Coast for truck shows and New York for tuner events and here in L.A. And all across, really, the major markets yeah. for the categories of hot rod, truck, and off-road, as well as tuner. And, you know, the, the industry is alive and well. It, it really is. There's some incredible talent. And you see a little bit of an East Coast, West Coast style difference where the East Coast Without a doubt. Uh, it's is... It's been like that forever. No. Yeah, you see, no. I'm sure you see it in the mini bikes as well and what people do. And I used to be into the cars and hot rods a few years ago. Yeah. I, it, I would see it. You'd see it. Yeah, yeah, you see what, and that's where a lot of people get inspiration and they find some cool things and they We'd pick some ideas. We'd always hang out. And do, There's a West Coaster. There's an East Coaster. Look at that. Without a doubt. Look at that. And, oh. and you know, even as you and I had, um, uh, in fact, Peter was on the podcast with us when we filmed live from the dub show at the convention center. And uh, as you, you know, we all got our little 20 minutes to go do what we do. Um, I spent my time trying to buy a hot dog, took a half hour to wait in line, but you went and, and you immediately went towards some of the low riders and some of those oh, yeah. kind of vehicles. You know, we all have that. And, and, and as we have those different interests, the beauty of SEMA is despite the enormity of the show, what, 2 million square foot plus, 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 that was when 2 million square foot probably just accounts for the interior. Now with what you've done with the outside space, you know, you're taking over the damn town. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's the enormity of the show just keeps growing and growing and growing. Um, there's, uh, there's, there's got to be that light bulb moment for that kid who may have showed up at Pleasanton hoping to get like some best interior trophy and he gets recognized by somebody and all of a sudden he's going to be able to take that Camaro, um, that Honda, uh, that new Raptor, that Porsche, because, you know, that's everything. SEMA's everything. Any kind of vehicle is going to find a home there. He gets a little notice an introduction knowing SEMA they probably had a nice way of letting him know that he had had been recognized as a young gun and we'd like it to we'd like to blow you up and showcase your vehicle and your work and have you come out to the mecca of automotive you must have been making um you probably went to 20 events you probably made a couple dozen people's lives getting recognized and having this chance to go out there it, it, because if you're into cars this is there is nothing bigger than SEMA right yeah, and it, it I think it really changes the perspective of a, of a young kid out there and that that was the goal you have these kids all around the country that follow some of the great builders and they follow online what goes on and what comes out the products that come out of the SEMA show because new products is is really where the SEMA show really centers it's it's all about the new products yeah and so when these young kids get the opportunity to say to themselves, look, I'm going to work extra hard. I'm going to do what I can because I want to build this hot rod or this truck. I want to be I, a young gun. I want to, I I have, want to have my car at SEMA. I have a shot to, yeah. go, to go to SEMA. And the work they do is good. It's really good. And it's it's good because a lot of it is either self-taught or in one case... That's the part I like, self-taught. Because yeah. that's how you learn. Yeah. And, and then you, you're around your friends and they give you feedback and they give you ideas. Now bring one of these kids from a local uh, local town 
bring him to the big stage. Bring him to Las Vegas. Last year, we had a kid who had never been to Vegas before. I don't think he had ever been on an airplane. Um, wow, he gets right? to Vegas. He's there. <laughs> I think he's just he's looking around. Oh, all right. It's um, it's all good. That is um, through Seam Ignited. That was always the big disconnect. It was the ability to pleasure most that were in the trade on an annual basis. It was their Super Bowl, despite the fact that the real one, the real Super Bowl was coming what, a couple of months afterwards in the NFL. But that SEMA show to the automotive guys was it. And everybody else got aced out. And you and I would go, we'd come back and we'd tell people stories about the SEMA and they'd all feel like they got shortchanged. Through SEMA Ignited, now everybody, anybody gets a chance because at SEMA, like we see the cars, but they're parked and they're static. And that's how you see them. You don't hear them. Nope. You don't feel them. You don't smell them. Well, it seem ignited, and that SEMA cruise, th- these cars are coming alive. You can, you, 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 they go by you. You can, although you don't want you to, you can touch them. And I, I really get up close and personal hosting the cruise, and that's that's something that I look forward to, and I'm very honored to still be a part of that. It's the SEMA ignited event. Are the dates one more time? November second, and it's Friday. Gates will open at 3 o'clock. It'll go till 10. The cruise will start at 4 o'clock and begin to parade through. Great opportunity. SEMAignited.com. I think if, if your listeners ping you, Joe, you, you've got a couple things that uh, I've left with you. And Yes. Uh, you always, you're such a giver. We've got some tickets. We've got some decals. In fact, we put one on there. Um, Motorin, fueled by SEMA. Um, what's behind that, Ira? So, again, trying to encourage more folks, young folks, to get out there and participate in an automotive event. Motorin's an app you can download from the uh, Google Store or the iTunes Store. And it's free, and it just will list every event, every automotive-related event out there. So no matter where you are, you open up the app, and it will geosort and geosearch, and it will tell you what's in your what's in your, that weekend, What's in your neighborhood. Or that Wednesday night, or that Thursday night. Oh, Wednesday that, nights, I remember. It's everything. There's there's Psycho Monday. God, there's, there's, when I was a kid, Wednesday, Van Nuys Boulevard, every freaking week. Van Nuys Boulevard. So, Ed, Boulevard. what was your what was your what was your hot rod growing up? Well, I had a couple of them. I had a uh, all metal flake '69 Grand Prix. I had a bottle uh, A uh, hot rod with a uh, flathead with uh, three twos on it. Um, I had a, a '49 Merc. Black with flames. That's with the one that gets the most engine. notoriety. Yeah, black with flames with a um, stock Merc tranny with Zephyr gears in it. Mm. Um, I had a, a lowered '65 Riviera. Um, what else did I have? A '34 Ford. There you go. Um, yeah, he's covered the gamut, and he's a quite the painter. That's what I understand. Yeah. Do you do you still have your '51? I certainly do. Yeah, I got my big fat fender. It's it's tucked away at a uh, local um, senior apartment complex where they don't use their parking spaces too often. 50 Ford with a cars on top. Sorry, we're still going. <laughs> it's inventory. I got a 1960. Got a 1974 uh, Monte Carlo. I had a 70 <laughs> Duster 340. Uh, I had a uh, Porsche GT. Uh, sorry. Um, Ira, look. Um, Thanks for being such a great guy, good friend. Thanks for uh, coming on the podcast. Thanks for being a giver. Well, thanks for feeding me tonight. Did you like the sausage and the peppers? It was the best. Gave you gas last time, though, I thought. Best in town. Best in town? Well, look, um, it's always a pleasure to see you. Linda was very excited about seeing you. Um, I'm digging it. Uh, SemaIgnited.com for more information. Come and check it out. If you come and check it out, guess what? 
tap me on the shoulder. I'll introduce you to Ira. Ira, it's been a guest. Stick around a little bit longer. Ed, why don't we do this? Let's jump right into those guys on the East Coast. I bet we're going to be lucky. <laughs> I, I don't think we're going to get any of them. Probably so we, asleep. So let's talk a little bit about this. As you guys um, who, who may have recalled, we uh, started something called the uh, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion we got to come up with a shorter name. Roll call. Uh, yeah, the All-American Mini Bike Roll Call. Essentially, it's going to it's gonna boil down, Ed, to whatever the hell it's going to be called. Roll call. By that time, someone else will be taking credit for it. <laughs> and I think we could really t- help this and uh, accentuate it a little bit more by maybe uh, adding a registry to this roll call. So that not only will we continue to find folks that will come up and speak on behalf of what's happening mini bike-wise in their, in their state, but guys can come in free of charge and have a chance to literally log their name. Uh, whether or not they'd like to have their email address listed, but the make and whatever information, just basic information, maybe the year, the make, the model of their bike, and whether it's still active or not. Um, and then we'll uh, we'll start to create a little bit of a registry, just like uh, they do successfully within the automotive market, you know, the Camaro registry, the Corvette registry. We'll do one for mini bikes, and that'll help going forward because you see it constantly. You know, I'm looking for a fender for a uh, Heath kit boonie. I'm looking for uh, uh, aluminum, like, me piston for a clinton that i would never bought if i knew it's a fucking aluminum piston you couldn't find anyways so uh, the registry could be another expansion it's joe's mini bike reunion coming up the seventh annual october the 13th right here in beautiful la crescenta california my wife will kill me if i didn't remind you about that let's get on the phone ed and let's um you want to make a bet how much do you want to bet that um that our uh, plan callers are going to be Still up or not? I'm going to bet. I'm going to call Brad DeMoise right now. Hopefully, he's still hanging out. Um, so uh, you're kind of leery about him. No, no. Uh, I, I'm confident. Otherwise, I wouldn't okay. call him first. I'm going to say that uh, Brad, because he's with there with his buddy, Eric Swingle, um, not Shingles. I, I told him I'd say that three times. Eric Singel. Yeah, whatever. Try to say Sebergandio, okay? <laughs> Five, four, one, four. This is Brad DeMoise, and um, Brad's out in Romulus, Michigan. I met him, I met Brad when we did the little meet and greet in Detroit. Brad and one other person were there, I think. Another guy. Hey, Brad, it's Joe and Ed, and even Ira from Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. Are you still up, brother? Thanks for hanging in there. How you been, Brad? It's been a little bit since I've seen you or talked to you. Another night in paradise. We're getting bit by flies, but we got a lot of the CRC. Oh, sorry. A lot of the CRC carburetor cleaner that were trying to kill him. Brad, what's happening? Is Eric still with you, or did he call it a night? So Eric gets a lot of shit with the name. You know, I, I get a lot of that with a name like Sebergandio. You probably get a little bit of it with Demoise, too, don't you? Yeah, nobody ever says it right. So um, it's Swingle. Like, it's Eric Swingle, not Shingles, right? And it's next level mini bikes. I see that online. You guys got a lot of cool stuff going on. How, how's Eric doing over there too, Brad? Is he doing good? Yeah, he's doing good. So you've been a pretty busy beaver, and you were probably one of the most um, buttoned up guests that I had on the show. I was showing off the fact that, see, I don't even do this. Brad had a nice little itinerary. As well as a little... Oh, yeah. Look uh, at that. Yeah, huh? I said, damn, dude, you ought to get your own show. Jeez. So let's jump right into it because it is kind of late. What time is it over there, Brad? Uh, it's about to be midnight, 5 till. Oh, what? damn, brother. Uh, thank you. 
we'll have to send you some Evil Ed autograph garb for staying up late and send something for Eric, too. There you go. The only thing we have left is extra small, so you guys uh, fight over that. Okay, um, let's let's talk about. Oh, here we Uh-oh. go. Little is excited to see me. Look at <laughs> our beer's overflowing. Hey, Brad, um, let's talk a little bit about that Southeast Mini Bike Reunion Show. You sent me a little heads up flyer on that. I shared it. You seem to get some good response. What's going on with that? When's the date? Um, what are some of the classes that you guys are offering, and who's stepping up supporting you guys as sponsors? Uh, that's going to be on the 23rd of September. It's a uh, Sunday, the fourth Sunday of September this year. It's actually going to be the first one I'm ever uh, trying to put together, so we'll see how it turns out. Um, we're giving away eight trophies. We're doing uh, classes. We're doing the drag bike, uh, new school custom, old school custom, original bike, rat rod, people's choice, uh, master show, and more than two wheels. So you've got about a dozen classes so far, right? Uh, yeah, about eight. Let me give you a little advice as a, as a promoter as well, okay? Okay. First of all, I want to say congratulations because it takes a little bit of talk. Everybody talks about doing an event, but it takes a little bit more than that to actually do it. So congratulations. Give yourself a pat on the back for at least doing it, right? It's all about, it, it, it's all about um, just enlisting other people to help you out. And and, yes. and 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 I'd like to do that as an example. So I'm looking at a few hats. I think they're dated. They may be from the mini bike show from last year. I typically have some left over after every show. I've got a handful of hats and some T-shirts still left over. Um, forward me your uh, address, and I'll do my best to get them to you before the show. And if I don't, because oh, I it's it. yeah, and if I don't get them, you can just go ahead and offer them a certificate. Um, for a free Joe's Mini Bike Reunion hat or T-shirt, and then I'll make sure that you get to them shortly afterwards. But we'll support you. And then, um, um, yeah, and then whatever you have uh, that we can share through social media, we'll do that for you as well. And, and it's tough the first time. I, I joke because I had more signs than I had mini bikes at my first show, literally. <laughs> and people reminded me of that. Uh, and, and the first time through could be a little bit tough, but just stick with it. Um, who are some of the guys that are supporting you as sponsors out there, Brad? Uh, some of our sponsors I got on this uh, would be Big Belly Minis, which that's myself. Um, I got Jeff's Powder Coating, which he's giving away actually a free powder coat job to um, a winner. Then I have Next Level Minis, my buddy Eric right here. He's building the trophies and helping me out with the whole thing. Um, Studs Hardware and Power Sports, Eric over there is giving away some gift certificates. Um, people come in and get some parts. Uh, Michigan Mini Bike Team, Alan Bryan, giving away some uh, sweet t-shirts and hats and things like that. And actually, uh, just recently got Go Power Sports on there also. They're going to be giving away some parts. Well, shit, let's, let's see if we can keep going. Um, we'll, we'll try to hook you up with Tim from Small Engine Cams. And if I That's get... Awesome. Yeah, um... Well, Christ, you're taking over my whole sponsor base. I'm going to hang up on you. <laughs> hey, uh, congratulations to you, Brad. Um, this is really good. And, and and honestly, we all grow bigger when more folks get into it. So uh, I'll do my best to help you out. And you can add our name, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion, to the, to the sponsor list as well. Hey, I didn't get a chance for you to say hi to Evil Ed. Have you ever met Evil Ed? No, I have not. Well, say hi to him. What's up, Brad? How's it going, Ed? I see your name all over Facebook. Uh, I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling uh, Ed what a good time we had when we were out there seeing you guys. It, it's been almost going on uh, a little over a year or so since I had a chance to meet you guys. I really enjoyed 
seeing and meeting all you guys in Detroit. I hope to bring Ed out there with me again, Brad. Yeah, I'd like to go. <clears throat> so what's up with yeah, this what's up with this Daddy O show? Daddy O show. Uh, he's one of the guys that's been around here in the local scene for quite a while. Um, pretty good name in it. Um, he's got a show coming up. It's the fifth annual mini bike show in Slot Me. Um, he has uh, giveaway trophies and that. Just a good time there, you know. That's coming up. That's uh, the 9th of September. Where is that? Uh, that's uh, in Inkster, Michigan. It's uh, about 20 minutes, not even 20 minutes from my house. Is there a particular venue where it's going to be held? Uh, it's a clubhouse. I'm not exactly sure what the clubhouse is for or anything like that. Yeah, I think, yeah. Um, just some building they have there. I don't know if it does the storage there or something. I can't tell you. So most of the locals would pr- pretty much know that for those folks that may be local, or maybe you got the attention of some folks that are out of state that may want to check it out. Where would you suggest that maybe they find out some information if they're interested in the Southeast Mini Bike Reunion Show or this upcoming Daddy O Show? Is that something maybe you can help them out with? Yeah, I've been posting the flyers all over. I can send them to you so you can share them as well. Uh, I've been plastering them all over the mini bike uh, pages, uh, Mini Bike Nation, Michigan Mini Bike Scene, um, a couple other local pages and that. But I've been plastering them everywhere I can. I've Shameless self promotion, Brad. Good for you, buddy. Is that is that warehouse where they have uh is that one percenters there? Their little uh, uh, clubhouse? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> just one percenters there? No one no one wants to ask. I was part of the one and a half percent. <laughs> I was. Yeah, I was supposed to be eliminated mathematically, but yeah, I'm still here. All right, so we've got the uh Okay, here's the big question. Go ahead and ask it. Ugly. Is it ugly or oobly? Ugly. Ugly Michigan. I'll have a good time. See? What did you say? Ugly. He said ugly. Well, then you won the prize, Ed. So the ugly trip. Give us a little recap on that. Oh, man, that's a blast every year. Um, That was a pretty good turnout this year. For the ride, I'd say there was probably 75 to 100 bikes or so on it. We do a uh, 50 mile ride from the track actually over to uh, what's that, Lake Huron, I believe. Um, the cops don't bother you? Yeah, we're going over to Lake Huron and back. It's a 50 mile ride. Man, it's a blast. Uh, police friendly? Uh, I've been going out there for uh, three, four years and I haven't seen a cop one. Sounds, um, like, sounds like a yes then. Uh, yeah, I've never had a problem out there. So, uh, we stopped at a gas station at a halfway point. Um, well, send some. Yeah, the people there love us. Um, you know, it's a good time out there. We go out there. Uh, I'll up there for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, camping out. Um, it's just a good time, man. Then we do drag racing on Saturday. We do uh, like a test and tune session. And Sunday is uh, the bracket racing for mini bikes up there. Brad, what kind of mini bike are you uh, rolling around in now? Nice. Um, just got that one put together. That's a handful right now. Ra- did Rafa hook you up? Did uh, did Rafa hook you up? Oh yeah, yeah. I've had a couple bikes from him before. Um, just my second one. The first one was a live axle deal, and I had a big old torque converter in that. On. Um, ended up getting rid of that one to go to something a little bit lighter. And uh, it's a handful now. It's got a pretty uh. Pretty nice little motor on there. 
What's your favorite out of that collection that you have? Oh, boy. Um, I probably have to say I got a, uh, a 72 Ruckman uh, Walter that I put together, a uh, purple one. It's probably my favorite bike. Actually, I just recently gave it to my niece. Nice. I have a Spider and a... Um um, what the hell else? I have a Rutman Spider and a Rutman. Come on, Ed. It's got the mini apes. It's the one that we're giving away. I've got a couple of them. I bought them on Craigslist, Brad. Yeah, the goose. The goose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I um, I love those bikes. I bought them on Craigslist and paid about half of what I paid for the bikes for shipping to get out here. I bought them from somebody in Detroit, and I um. I, I used one of them for the CRC yeah. giveaway we built. Was that the Fiberlock bike that we built? Yeah. Brad, I don't know if you remember. Remember that lime green Fiberlock bike that I built for CRC with the help of Ed and a few other folks? Um, that was a Rutman. And it's on it's on some of the Facebook pages. We did a really nice seat for Fiberlock. Yeah, we used the Fiberlock uh, green package is the gas tank just like we did with the other crc bike i had to match the paint exactly that was tough wasn't it that it was like slime green that's what uh, it really was yeah but that's a lot easy of those looking greens but when you have to match one well that was easy oh. i just blew out a big booger and i said match that one remember that's how that worked and then we we built that crc bike uh which was my taco frioli right all my personal bikes were turning into client builds and then and and as that continued my last rutman is now in the hands of F&B being molded for Pioneer. So I guess I got to get my hands on a couple Rutmans because I really love those bikes. You guys you guys are gluttons for Rutmans out there in Michigan. Oh, they're everywhere out here, man. Well, find me one, brother. Keep an eye out for me if there's any good ones. And um, let's do this. We got to get on to a couple other folks. Right now. <laughs> well, send me some pictures and send me some info. I look forward to seeing that too, Brad. Right on. Hey, how about some... Uh, Give me your top 10 list for racing and get a couple shout-outs in, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you the next time. Oh, uh, yeah, our top 10 list, uh, we've actually been doing it this summer. It's um, a small block, um, run with your run type uh, class, like the shootout that we do every Sunday. Um, we got our top 10 list. Uh, number one was actually just took the spot uh, to speak at. Uh, that was the bike built by uh, Scott Seven. That's actually where I met you when you came out here to uh, Michigan. I met you in his driveway. Oh, yes, I remember that. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what he put together. Um, second would be uh, ODB, Old Dirty Bastard. Uh, that's Jeff Stein's bike. And uh, third would be uh, Greedy Bitch. That's uh, another guy named Jeff, uh, his bike. And we got Blackout, that's uh, Tim's bike. Dirt Bug, which belongs to uh, uh, Sam Spade. Brass Knuckles, um, that's a new one. Uh, kid named uh, Bryce. <laughs> And then uh, Dirty Harry, and then there's Juggernaut, which is my new bike. And uh, the last bike on the list is owned by a guy named uh, Robbie. I don't know if you can get a name for that bike, to be honest with you. Uh, we've been out there battling every Sunday, and I'm just having a blast out there on the streets. Well, that's quite a roll call of names. Uh, Brad, look, thank you for staying up late for us. We um we know that the mini bike scene in Detroit is huge, just like it is out here in L.A. And we, as we go around with the roll call, 
We're trying to work in a few other states. Uh, we're going to move on to South Carolina and talk to our buddy uh, Duran Bagwell. In the meantime, say hi to all of our uh, friends over there in Detroit, particularly my buddies Calvin Carisi and Eric over at Studs, as well as my main man Myron Bailey. And I hope that sometime soon I'll be out there with the evil one to say hi to you personally again. Thanks, Brad. Thanks for uh, thanks for uh, making some time for us tonight. All right, I'm um, I'm having a little technical difficulty myself there. Well, that was pretty cool. Brad's a nice guy. He's got. I didn't realize he had so many bikes, and he's out there trying to make something happen with an event. You know, getting through that first year is the toughest one. So I'll make a little note, Ed, to send him. What did I say? I was going to get him some hats and T-shirts. Something, yeah. Uh, some T-shirts and hats. We got to get you to sign them. They love that. Um, I autographed a couple of them. I sent them. They sent them back. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like Christ. You, well, they pay a premium. Your name's too long. It takes up. I just the put Joe on there. You didn't put your yeah. last name. Oh Christ! All right, so I got to send hats to this guy, Brad. I like Brad. He's a cool guy. All right, let's wake up the next poor bastard, huh? It's like midnight back there. Yeah, but you don't think about it. Friend to me, bikes. You ain't doing shit anyways. Come on. All right, here we go. One, eight. Oh, I can't say it. You know, I, I think I mentioned our buddy Kyle's phone number on the last podcast. The guy from Indianapolis that we. Uh, we didn't quite get to in enough time. I bet we get this somebody fired guy, over this. This poor guy is probably like, No, Duran's going to stay up. Are you kidding me? Son of a gun. He's probably been in a band. He's all amped up. Duran, Duran. Oh, that's the other one. <laughs> all right, let's go. Roberto Duran. Hey. Oh, look at that. One ringy dingy. Or oh, I lied to him. God damn, we're late. Then he lucky won't answer. I mean that in a good way, Duran. Let's hang up on him. Because we need the time. Hey, Duran Bagwell. Sorry to wake you up. Or sorry to not stay in the line for you. We realize it's way too late, brother. We ran long. I got I got big guests tonight. You know? We got Bob, we got Ira. Christ, I got you. We went 20 minutes with you about the freaking truck what and the, the hell whole. For? Well, because you got laws going to the event. If you didn't get laws going to the event, they could have cut that story for 10 minutes. That was my first time there. Oh, you know. He only got halfway done with his car list, too, by the way. He yeah, fucking lost three times. He went to two places. No, he but got his list of cars he's owned. He's oh, please. Done. He's still, I don't know, he got a 54 Hornet. Uh, <laughs> the whole 58 Ranchero with a, a 70 Lincoln 460. I'd die for that car now, right? C6 tranny. All right, so there's been some questions. That uh, so what's the deal? The questions are supposed to go to Brian, and someone else is answering them online. Yeah, that's what I heard. See, so I can't even figure out who it is because I don't have the time to go through all these lists of people. Uh, let's go here. Let's go to um, oh Brian. God damn, I gotta call Brian from. All right, so we've asked you to send in your questions that are technical related um, through the scroll on the um, the Facebook Live comments. So I've seen a handful of questions. I think most recently I saw some questions from. Uh, my buddy Joe Broussard, Joe's another one. <laughs> Joe had to pay for uh, had to pay for the extra shipping on the free shipping T-shirts. Ah, what are you gonna do? Six bucks, Christ! You don't get six bucks of value in the podcast. Come on! All right, here we go. Hey, you know what? What do you say we start selling these guys' phone numbers, Ed, for extra money? Like we'll sell them Brian from F and B. All right, um, let's try them. Let's just is that? Can I do it there? No. Uh, hold on, Brian. Brian, can you text me in your uh, 
Should I call him on that one? Brian, can you uh, text me your uh, number um, while I go through here? Oh, here we are. A lot of swear words in my texting back and forth with uh, Brian. All right. So Brian Frank has those of you um, who have been following the podcast. He um, he handles a lot of stuff for us. They're working on our Pioneer giveaway bike now as we speak. He does uh, going solo. And for whatever reasons, I'm struggling finding his this. We're going to do one last thing here. Uh, Brian has had um, our support because we use all of his products all the time. They'll be out at Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. Uh, his brother Frank recently uh, got married, so congratulations to Frank. Brian, if you could fire me back your your phone number. If you don't mind, on the text. Otherwise, let's just go here and hit you on the Facebook Messenger. Uh, I hope that we give him enough time to finish that bike. I want to talk to you about that, the Pioneer bike, because if not, we're going to have to go for a um, a backup bike. <laughs> backup bike. Well, we'll do a roller. Like you know, in the past, we've given away rollers. We've had custom paint. We've given them some uh, additional. Uh, products that go along with it. We've got the Hemi engine that Brian's building. That'll be ready. The depth of what we're trying to do with that bike, I've been too afraid to even ask him. The status. You know, so... I have faith in Frank and Brian. Okay, so then let's try this. I'm going to try to ring him up on, on, on the Facebook thing. 64 Corvair. Is he Monza, is he keep cars. Monza Spider with a chrome turbocharger on it. What was your favorite one? Oh, man, they're all my favorites. I like my 58 Ranchero and my 49 Merc. Are you still with us? Yeah. Big engines. Well, uh, the Merc the had Merc a 327 Chevy oh. out of a Corvette. And it had the um, Zephyr gears in the transmission, so you could, like, wind that thing up. Hey, we're trying to get a podcast done over here, you two. And I still had the columns here. Why did out second? You'd be doing like a hundred. Um, <laughs> yeah. I e for the life of me. So you don't have any of them left. You don't have any of the cars. I am. Got one more. Got one more little plan. Arizona's has. I give you his address. Buy back. Huh? Everything else. Hey Brian, if you're with us, if you can go ahead and send us in. I sold it to HP. Because we only had one. The guy that made the movie Gone in sixty seconds. Yeah. One person that participated. I've got to get to. I've got to get to my man Brian. So you're going to go ahead and you're going to send us our number. I'm now going to get to uh, our final call in tonight for the roll call, and it's Nick Sclara. Nick is from Arizona with our friends at Arizona Mini Bike Riders, and he was going to join us on the show last week. And we ended up talking to John Benet Ramsey. Instead, hey Nick, are you, hey Nick, can you hear us? It's Joe Ed from Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. Sorry to keep you waiting, brother. Oh man, I've been away too, my thing. What's up, fellas? What's Joe, going man? on? What's uh, happening? Uh, <laughs> hey, Sounds Nick. like you're wide awake. Oh, dude, I'm freaking in Arizona. It's year on mini biking. Uh, I got tomorrow for a week. So I'm just doing my thing. Got a long weekend, too, huh? 
Ed recently got back from uh, a ride with Jake Moe and with um, Alfredo and some of the other guys. You've probably seen some of the pictures on the Facebook stuff, Nick. It was a good time. Yeah, he showed up like a stud with two bikes. It, it sounds like he had a good time. He got lost a couple times, though. Oh, yeah, that's kind of how it goes, man. Like, people, you know, it's got to be an organized event. Tell you, when I go back, I won't be lost. It's tough to keep uh, things... Right, or, sure. when you Now, how big of a group was out there, Ed, did you, did you figure out? So, actively, I mean, so we had the Arizona Mini Bike Facebook group. So, like, probably like two, three years, three years ago, like Jason and Dallas, they, everyone, you know, has mini bikes out here, but there was no, like, central hub for us. So, pretty much Jason was like, well... No, no meeting place there. for the one percenters, huh? Yeah, pretty much. It's just many bike bikes. <laughs> Momentarily being a badass. So, Nick, you stepped up with uh, some of the other guys there, uh, and you guys kind of rallied the troops and put some semblance of, uh, like, organization and had a little bit of a focus on things. Kind of took it from just freestyle to maybe uh, reining it in a little bit, huh? We, we, we the, many bikers are cheap and they do their own thing, so pretty much everyone branches out have some common interest. Mostly it's let's just go on a ride and do that then. So it's just trying to have some kind of organization of a planned route. What are we gonna do as, you know, a group and a page and, you know, bringing people out of the woodworks who are wanna be active and ride and participate, you know, freaking maybe meet up with you guys one day, just being active in this whole little activity. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, we actually had um we had a few folks, Dennis Carpenter um, and a couple other guys from Arizona had come out. Uh, I think that John Bennett, who was on the show recently, was mentioning in a post that he was coming out. Look, we'd love to have we'd love to have you guys out. Uh, if you come out, we'll make it worth your while. I'd love to have the chance to not only meet you guys and say thanks, but you have a chance to meet some really cool guys and see some really cool bikes, as well as we have a chance to meet you and see your bikes. Now, when you guys are... When you this Arizona Mini Bike Riders Club, how many people? Uh, I was I was I'm not sure if I I heard you clearly originally. How many people are in that group? Well, I guess it's kind of deviated. So we have 1,500 members on the page, but I would say you know I think we're around a thousand who are in Arizona, but actively riding and participating like a mass event, we probably have about a hundred people that we can gather like for our hood ride. You know, when we say let's go out and have some ride, some fun. We're, we're, we're literally just trying to keep some kind of momentum going with this for the next generation. And honestly, that's what, with all these stupid, you know, China things, these engines we love, they're keeping everything going. My, my kid loves this whole thing. He's like, dude, you're a badass dad. I'm like, for sure. <laughs> well, that's what it's all about when you think about it. Uh, it's yeah. getting, it's, it's having some fun with them yourself. Uh, because you remember it back when you were young, but then having that chance to kind of hand the wrench over to, in your case, your son or anybody that's younger. They're great They're great launching pads. We've got Ira from SEMA here with us, and many of these mini bikers, especially those of us who grew up with them, you automatically morph into a hot rodder. Yeah, and, and you know, because of that, the good thing with Arizona out here is people don't realize the diversity or like the history i guess that we have around here honestly we do have like mike clements in the go-kart and engine building scene that lives like 
within my five mile radius from me. That's and they're cool. like, oh shit, small engine Cam sells his shit, you know, that is badass. Yeah, um, Mike, Mike. Like a half hour away from me, we actually have the Coleman uh, Power Sports factory, their warehouse. Uh, Eurofstall go karts, Eurofstall uh, mini bikes have all been made right here in Arizona. And the cool thing is for you guys, you may even see them, because I know last year they went to SEMA. And they have like this big wooden trikes thing. Yeah, I was there and I met with, um, they were in the Upper South Hall because we were talking about all these segments of automotive that are at SEMA, similar yeah. to like your Osh hardware store where you have the electrical and the plumbing and the outdoor supplies. They had an area specific to power sports and I ran, I ran there because of the fact that not only was Coleman an exhibitor there, but they had a promotion where they were giving away one of their trikes because they were pushing the trikes. I think they may have had two, uh, if I recall, Nick, maybe one of the mini bikes there. Adjacent to them, there was another company that was selling kind of a myriad of um, different style ATV, UTVs, and they had a couple mini bikes there. It was nice to see anything that resembled our hobby shaping or taking somewhat of a form at SEMA. I've been doing a. I've been doing a little bit of covert work by bringing up mini bikes while I've worked there intermittently. I brought up a Rutman one year. I brought Frankenstein. Uh, I'll be bringing Micro Roberto. Uh, I've had a CRC. Yeah, I've had a CRC custom bike that was Ed helped put together. Uh, we had one for Fiberlock. Uh, we had Frankenstein in the NHRA booth at SEMA. So we, we probably had have had a handful of bikes that are mini bikes, not custom motorcycles. And I'll tell you what, uh, people love them. People... No, absolutely. I mean, that's why they were around in, you know, the 60s, 70s. I skipped that generation as a kid. I, I had dirt bikes and, and quads and three-wheelers I was racing in the 80s. And, you know, like when I became a man, I was like, hey, these things are awesome. <laughs> yeah, there's, um, there's that. It's, it's, it's I, I tell Ed, it's like having a supermodel and a puppy and walking down the street when you have a mini bike. Everybody stops. Oh, Ed, Ed is an instant chick magnet with that, Ed. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, he... So, Nick, uh, if folks want to find out a little bit more, I know that we gave out some information about, uh, through John about the Arizona mini bike riders, but I'll ask you the same. For folks that are either local listening or maybe folks that are planning on spending some time soon in Arizona... Where do they find yeah. out uh, how to hook up with you guys? It's literally to just stay pretty much on the primary hub, which is Arizona Mini Bike Riders page. Everything is pretty much posted there. If there's any active member that has even the faintest idea, like, hey, you know, I'm going to go to California. Is anyone out there riding? They'll post up, and someone can just kind of follow there. So I kind of made it like a little branch where I did American Mini Bikes because I was like, I like what you're doing, Joe, and I'm always buying shit. Maybe I should call and see if I can get a sponsor. So I have, like, Rex, the Robert Sport dude, who also comes out Arizona. He's in the go-kart scene and all that stuff. Um, he pretty much said, hey, yeah, I'd love to freaking hook you up with some pipes and give me a shout-out. So shout-out, Rex. Well, shout-out to Rex. And, and, you know, Nick, I got to tell you that I love hearing that. Um, just ask for the order, man. Yeah, you know, and, and that's all my goal was to do is, I wrote these companies like Coleman. So if you see Coleman, say, hey, there's a lot of active Arizona minibike guys. There's a guy named Nick and the AZ minibike riders. 
actually tried to get you guys to sponsor them. Like, we had the thing set up. We were trying to get Coleman involved with our flat track end and have them put about five bikes out there for the season and just let random riders pay their class, race their bikes, hang their banner. So, some reason they decided to go with the Gamer 500, which looks badass. So, hopefully we can get involved with that too. Well, here's the thing. Whether it's your pursuits of Coleman or whether it's your pursuits of a, maybe a local uh, parts store or whether it's maybe somebody that makes T-shirts, ultimately, there's a natural progression that takes place. It seems as if when you need them the most, they're the toughest to get a hold of. But, yeah. but as you start to find your way and as you start to build a little <laughs> something, uh, believe me, brother, just don't take no for an answer. And when one door opens another one closes and vice versa as well so if you're not getting somewhere with one company just wait um be patient that's where our local guys sorry to jump on you but that's kind of like where our local guys with the riders kind of that's where we come from you know you we just pretty much help each other out with everything and and then we have like local we're trying to build up like a little stud and you know it's just a central hub for someone to go chit chat many bikes hang out once a year do like a little show uh, we're working on trying to get like the swap meet thing like you're going, you know, have going on. And we do little giveaways. We're trying to get charity rides. Just if you actually want to be in a group and ride with some people and just have a thrill, find us on the page. If you want to get free giveaways and stuff, find us on the page. We're all doing the same thing, just in different states. <coughs> hey, I was, uh, I'm going to let you go in a second. I was uh, looking at a bike that was built by one of your friends. Is it Joe Petraglia? I was, yeah. I was digging the foot brake on that and um, uh, give Joe uh, our best. Nick, thank you. Uh, I want to... Yeah, thank you, man. So, yeah. my, uh, my speedway. You'll, you'll see that on the next ride. I'm out. <laughs> well, I'm glad that um, you're starting to um, uh, make some progress with your pursuits of uh, rallying the troops and getting some things going and getting some sponsors. Uh, I'd I live for that stuff. So if I can help you out at all, you just let me know, okay? For sure, man. There you go. See? See how many bikes are alive and kicking. So we're going to end the the podcast. We we did get a return call from Brian, um, Frank Kez. And Brian is going to be probably pretty upset. I don't know how how I don't have his phone number. I got everybody else's phone number. I thought I was going to be able to just go ahead and and dial him up. Did you get my text? No. No. Is he he not there? (laughs) Forget about it? Okay, great. So look, Brian has looked at, and I saw quite a few technical questions. Brian will answer the question. We'll recognize the winner with uh, an answer, and we'll uh, announce the winner of the F&B promo pack, which is some T-shirts and some of their cool decals. Uh, We got a little bit long tonight. Uh, It means it's a good podcast, and we typically do that. For those of you who we may not have had a chance to connect with, uh, my buddy Duran Bagwell in South Carolina, and maybe Brian Franquez. Um, don't worry, Brian. Uh, Charles already did your job anyways. Um, <laughs> the uh, the next Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast, E, is when? And we're all building up. Guys, we're six weeks away from Joe's Mini Bike Reunion pod, or not the podcast, the show. It's the 13th of October. It's at beautiful CV Park here in La Crescenta. Uh, I want to thank everybody who has uh, jumped on board the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Facebook page. We've got a few folks that have come on recently. Ed, who do you want to give any shout-outs to? Did you meet anybody new when you were out at that ride? No. Anybody you want to say hi to? Or? No, I, I met Dane Walton. 
Well, sure. Shout out to Dane. What's happening, Dane? That's about it. Usual guys. Hey, hey, I want to also wish my good buddy Larry Gerdo much success. He's opening up a little place called the Patio Diner in Utica, New York. It's going to be a tough gig slinging hot dogs in upstate New York. But, you know, we're going to something out the back door. You never know. Hey, uh, what's the date? Uh, September 12th, September 26th. September 12th, September 26th. He's really getting ahead of himself. Yeah, and the last one before the show is uh, October 10th. October 10th. So there's the upcoming three dates, September 12th, the 26th, and October the 10th, all leading up to the Big Joe's Mini Bike Reunion show, Ed. I better get my, I may, I got to get myself in gear. I made some impact today. I've got a few more things on the chick list tomorrow. Uh, we I should. Might, I might be uh, moving up here. So tell us about, let's close with that. I'm going to be in Fox uh, Center Park's uh, backyard. Tell us, Ed. Uh, I got a deal or something working on a house up here. Tahunga, Sunland, La Crescenta? Tahunga Canyon Boulevard. I'm loving that. Tahunga Canyon Place. All right. So you're getting a little bit closer to the park, a little bit closer to the podcast? Yeah. And just as you're doing this, we're kind of downsizing. We're probably going to move to Malibu, and you're going to have to take, like, a, a car to do the podcast. He's got a truck. He's got, yeah. I got two trucks. Plus, tomorrow's another day. They'll give him a house the way he's oh, going. It's, it's, He's still going with the list, by the way. <laughs> yeah, 69 Camaro. Yeah, 74 <laughs> Monte Carlo. E, uh, how are things going with you? You've been busy. Is a Well, you're always busy. What's the next thing happening with uh, the Sclerodura uh, organization? Ira, you just got back from that Angels game. Angels-Rockies? Angels-Rockies last night. Oh, come on. I gotta tell you, I love baseball. If you ever listen to the Angels game, you'll want to kill yourself. They've never. Uh, don't get me started. Hey, everybody! Uh, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. We went a little bit long. We're gonna have to give E a few more pennies. Uh, thanks, E, for all the good work you do. Thanks to Aaron who helped us with setup earlier. Ira, it's been a pleasure to see you one more time. SEMA ignited the official SEMA show after party, dude. You got to be there. It's the Friday at the last day of the SEMA show. Unfortunately, it doesn't get you inside, but it, it's getting you closer. And I'll tell you what, if you're a consumer and you go to SEMA Ignited and you realize that you're in love with this segment of the automotive industry like millions of uh, other folks are, and if you're focused, you can get inside that hall. You can get a job in the automotive industry. And SEMA can help you out. Check them out at SEMA.org SEMA. for more information about that. And um, hey, you can say everybody that uh, talk to everybody you know and tell them that you know Ira. Gabriel, head guy at marketing at SEMA now. As you listen to him here on Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast, Evil Ed, thank you. We'll see you on the next one. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. See you next time. Show.